wrestling knowledge. Announce table. Fuck yeah. Episode forty, goddamn nine. I hope we get Sting on the show one of these times. <laughs> yeah. And he just happens to listen to the interview that we do with him. Yeah. But he doesn't know when he's on. And so he starts with the f- first segment and he hears that and what he thinks. Here's the what? The fuck yeah. He's a pastor. Oh, basically. that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's a uh, <laughs> he's a Jesus freak. Yeah, he is. Yeah. There's a couple of those in wrestling, isn't there? Mm-hmm. DJ Styles is one of them. DiBiase. DiBiase. Yep. Yep. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am well. I just got done with a dinner uh-huh. for my dad. Oh. Today is his birthday. Nice. So happy birthday to you, you hey. old bastard. Happy birthday to your dad. Yes. And and uh, one of our frequent guests. And I think the person I'm the most jealous of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Schamberger. Rob fucking Schamberger. We, oh, and for those who might be listening on a different day, this is the 1st of July. Yes. So that is why today is their birthday. If you're yes. listening to this on a Friday, it's not their birthday, so don't wish them a happy birthday. Yeah. So happy birthday to Papa Mac. Yep. And Rob Schamberger. Yes. That's awesome. There you go. Nice. How old is Papa Mac? 57. 57. Yep. Nice. So you got to hope that you're going to live at least that long. Yeah, I'm not counting on it, but yeah. you know. Yeah. My father uh, talks about how both of his parents died in his 50s, mm-hmm. and so he's always been kind of like, I mean, he takes care of himself and he'll go to the gym and everything. But sometimes he's always like, when somebody brings up something like that, he's like, I don't know why I'm doing that. He's like, neither of my parents live to be, you know, whatever. And oh. my, si- my sister brought up a good point. She goes, I know my wife did this. She goes, well, how old are you now? And he's like, I'm 60, whatever. And she was like, well, you already beat the curve. So right. why do you think you're just going to, you know what I mean? like, Oh, you know, my dad. Moment. My dad has no back. He was a construction worker for 20 years. Mm, wow. So no back. It's all reconstructed. Can barely walk. He uses a wheelchair half the time. Mm. Uh, got into so many street fights. Just arms battered, scarred up, just beat the shit out of his brothers and him and everything. And uh, so, yeah, I'm just hoping to get to 50. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't live that I'm surprised I made it this far. Yeah, for as stupid as I am, man, every day is like, really? I've made some horrible decisions in my life. I'm surprised that, A, I'm alive, two, that I live comfortably, Mm -hmm. uh, three, that I'm free to walk the streets. Right. Uh, You know what I mean? There's a couple different things. Yeah, every time I, like, get through, like, before I fully go to bed and sleep, like, really, made it through all this. Yeah. So, let's get into the meat and potatoes of why we're here. This is a pro wrestling podcast. Pro wrestling. As I said before, the greatest entertainment in the world when it gives effort. Yeah, we'll get into that as Oh, the show we're going to get on, into a lot of shit tonight. But we, we're going to get into a lot of shit tonight. We <laughs> We kick off every episode with the news. With some goddamn news. You ready to do some news? Inform your ass. Let's do this. First headline. Never give up. Fucking Jesus, you know. 
Why do I always <laughs> ever hear this thing? <laughs> Not what you're thinking. Okay. A- indie wrestler Devin Nicholson, the man suing Abdullah the Butcher for allegedly giving him hepatitis C when he claims the WWE Hall of Famer bladed him without consent, has announced that he returned to the ring in May and is set to receive a WWE tryout in July. One of Nicholson's claims is that the lawsuit, uh, or in the lawsuit, is that con- contracting, yeah, contracting hepatitis C, that's right, I would mm-hmm. say that, yeah, caused him to lose a WWE developmental deal. Nicholson announced last year that he is now cured of the disease. Sounds like a bitch to me. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it seemed fishy the whole time. It always seems fishy. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm sorry. <sighs> I, I believe you got hepatitis C. I don't think it's because of what nope. he says. Yep. And I think if you're going to. One thing is, if you're in a match with Abdullah, and we talked about this, yes. you should kind of fucking know a little bit. And two, like, if someone's going to blade you and you legitimately are like, fuck no, break kayfabe and run the fuck the other way. Yeah. Well, if Abdullah the Butcher's sitting on you, I don't think you can do that. But here's another thing about this. You're your suing Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah. I don't know his financial status. Yeah. But I'm going to assume that he's still wrestling for a reason. He's getting by. Right. And even if you manage to earn a cut of his earnings from here to eternity, that's not going to amount to shit. And fuck you for suing Abdullah the Butcher. (laughs) You got into the pro wrestling business. Yeah. I mean, look. You weren't a fan who was attacked by Abdullah the Butcher. You know, you can say there's lines that shouldn't be crossed, and that might be one of them. You shouldn't blade somebody without consent. But that's sketchy on whether or not that's true or not. Exactly. Um, And we're taking word for word here, obviously, because nobody knows except those two guys. And uh, and furthermore, no other tests have shown that he had Abdullah had hepatitis C, other than the one medical test that this guy's lawyer set up. Exactly. And Abdullah is a WWE Hall of Famer. This isn't yeah. New Jack. Get right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This isn't like a notorious like asshole wrestler. Right. You know? Yeah. So fuck this guy. Yeah. But he's getting a WWE tryout. Well, uh, guess what? So- I hope he fucking gets his ass kicked, gets fired, gets signed to TNA. And becomes their whipping boy. <laughs> and then that's the lowest you oh, can no, be. You know where he's going. Fuck yeah, America. Good. <laughs> no, you know what? He doesn't even deserve that. <laughs> he deserves to be on explosion on TNA <laughs> yeah, yeah. losing to Curry Man. Yeah. All right. We'll move on. Another one bites the dust. Queen, one of my favorite bands. Josh Matthews is the latest victim of the WWE cost-cutting measures. Matthews, who was let go this week, had been with the company since 2001. I think Tom Phillips should have been Absolutely. Fired. So what I saw was they said uh, they they were going to have to cut an announcer. Right. And they went to the totem pole, and he was at the bottom. No way. And I watched the app, and I see, forgive me, Byron Saxton and Tom Phillips. I'm like, I, I, I well, would have put both of those under Josh Matthews. True. And the only reason why I said Tom Phillips is because him and Byron Saxton, to me, sound exactly the sound same. exactly the same. I cannot yep. tell the difference unless I'm really trying. Yeah, the difference between their voices. And Josh Matthews has literally done everything. There's not a spot he could easily go down to NXT if you wanted to do that cut and make Renee Young He'd have done it. Yeah, yeah. Take Josh Matthews to NXT. Now I can distinguish the voices. Mm-hmm. And you still got some now, good here's, shit. Now, we also don't know. Maybe they're paying these fucks a lot less than they're paying Josh Matthews. So, in the end. Then fire both of them and yeah. have. And uh, Renee do the damn. Yeah. So, and here's the thing. So, they replace him with Renee, which is nice for the eyes. And, and she's good at what she does. She's great. But I still watched, uh, like, one the opening show, the pre-show. And I was like, 
it felt like it was missing Josh Matthews. He was really good at what he did. He was really good, but I still think Renee Young is better. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just I different, liked, so it was kind of weird. Mean, but. And that's not because I think she's beautiful, which I do. Yeah. Uh, she, I really feel, honestly, is better than Josh Matthews. Yeah. But he did you catch, is uh, a million times better than those two other guys. Did you catch the Stephanie McMahon uh, nice shoes to her, to mm. Emma, in, in the interview? To Emma? It, or not Emma, I mean uh, uh, Renee Young. Oh, what happened? Uh, the, like on one of the interviews they were doing like a backstage thing, she was like walking in, she was like, nice shoes. Uh, I read that she always does her work back there with no shoes on. <laughs> so I guess and I guess Triple H has made a dig at it before. So if you ever see a, a joke about her shoes in the right. thing, I guess she works with no shoes back there. Well, good. Yeah. A lot of women never wear shoes. Yeah. And I hate that. I work you know, in a job with uh, many females. Uh-huh. And uh, one thing that really irritates me, uh, flip-flops or sandals, as long as you got some bedazzlement bullshit yeah. that's considered like You're right. business professional, yeah. which fuck you. Yeah, no, it's and not. And these bitches always take their fucking shoes off, just walking around with them goddamn <laughs> shoes on, passing around hepatitis and salmonella and all the other kind of bullshit they've got. It's fucking stupid. That was dumb. But poor Josh Matthews. But hey, if I were him, I'm going straight to a TNA because fuck them, man. You worked for them for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And they cut you like that? And they cut you like that because because they fucked up. Uh-huh. Uh, fuck them. And fuck Tanae. Get Tanae out. Josh Matthews and Taz. Now, Taz, we all understand what it is with Taz. Taz isn't great, but you know what? Taz is serviceable he's serviceable and, and he good. can be funny yes and he can and he's legitimate taz is though when i'm watching taz i believe that's fucking taz right like, you're getting a real guy yeah you're getting a real guy calling some matches and yeah he's. Been i feel like taz doesn't too. have a script yeah they right. just told him here's some things we want to say and he's like yeah eh, so this fucking guy over right. here <laughs> exactly <laughs> and so man josh matthews because yes. obviously jb's just never getting that position yeah no nope. so Josh Matthews and Taz and Tanae can go fucking retire or jump off a cliff Please. or do anything that doesn't involve my Tanae attention. Is just so fake. Like even when you like when they cut to the camera, and you see him. He's like he's doing like the duck lips, like while he's listening to Tanae and he's like yeah. nodding and he's like, I'm like Tanae, you suck. You're a terrible actor. Yeah. Oh my god, it's Bobby Roode. Yeah. Fuck it's you, just, you bad. fake fuck. <laughs> I don't get it. That would be interesting. Josh, Josh Matthews, Matthews and Taz. Taz, and they know each other. Yeah, SmackDown. They probably have good chemistry unless they hate each other. Yeah, that's true. But, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna assume they don't. But I would think he's a commodity. I'm surprised yeah. WWE let him go like that. Now, granted, I'm sure he has a 90 day no compete. But I'm su- I mean, I, you know, I'm surprised at some of the guys they let go though. But sometimes you got to trim the fat. And would, you know, would that ever? <laughs> would you ever get like a tease promo package for a new announcer? <laughs> Just have some hey, microphone. August one, baby. Yeah, August one. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Says a microphone dangle. Right. Mm. Anderson coming back. All right, we'll move on. Don't mention Anderson. Eko no tame ni bando. Something that I don't understand. Dixie Carter and the Great Muda announced this week that Bound for Glory 2014 will be held Sunday, October 12th in Tokyo, Japan. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Right. By the way, that was uh, I Googled this, so it could be wrong, but this is what Google gave me. That was uh, Bound for Glory in Japanese. Uh, you know, you literally mm-hmm. could have said fried noodles. And, and maybe I'd, maybe Google fucked with me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. no, I, that's awesome. Yeah. I like I, I'm a huge fan of doing a cool show in a foreign country where they fucking eat it up. Yeah. Oh, Although, yeah. this is going to be the same day and in the same arena as, as one like, of their New things. Japan or something. Now, that's what... Probably that does is, hey, we're going to get more people because people are going to say, two for one. See two fucking shows. Right. 
two fucking shows. I get but to see the Americans and my I, guys. I got to think, though, that it's going to be a highly Japanese crowd, and are they going to completely understand? I don't know how, what the prevalence of Japanese being able to understand English. Well, they did that one show, and TNA did, uh, over there, and this was like right when Angle was there, like right after his feud with Samoa Joe. Okay. And they fucking went insane for that. Yeah. Because I remember Tomko was there and Christian was there. Because well, I remember Chris Jericho in his book talking about how they're different. Like the crowd reacts differently mm-hmm. to things. And some things where you would expect a response, they don't almost out of like a respect for the workers. Like they don't do certain things right. that we come to expect from an American crowd. So it'll be interesting to see though. But good for you. Get out there and expose yourself. I love They it. always do well overseas. They do. Yeah. Stay overseas. Yeah. Although I, I listened to the AJ Styles on um, Chris Jericho's podcast. And he kind of mentioned, like, like when they go over to England, he's like, yeah, they kind of do well. But he kind of explained away, like, why it seems like they're doing better, but they're kind of not. It was an interesting way, and I forgot exactly how he said it. I wanted to bring it up on the show, and forgive me, I forgot. But if you haven't listened to that one, check that one out, because it was kind of an interesting take on it. I was like, oh, On okay, Jericho's so, podcast? Yep. Is it new? I don't know. I, I downloaded a whole bunch of backlog that I hadn't listened gotcha. to. But it was AJ Styles, and I think he also had, maybe he had his dad on that episode. Uh, I remember else hearing about the dad. Yeah. Um, AJ is going to be on Jim Ross. Nice. And so is Sting, and I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Especially because now of the kind of up in the air that he's involved in right now. Anyhow, sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, AJ, good. Good yeah. for him. All right. But good for TNA. Yes. And the New York tapings I've heard is just insane. I heard it went really well. July 3rd, if anyone can screen capture the damn Tweet the Table sign. Hashtag tweet the Table. Please help thank us. You, thank you, Beat Double. Beat Dubs. All right, we'll move on. God damn, Beat Double. Not so fast. What? WWE stops Matt Seidel. Seidel? How do you say his name? Seidel? Seidel. Formerly known as Evan Bourne, from appearing at ROH's Best in the World pay-per-view. Seidel contacted ROH upon his release and worked a deal to be booked on the pay-per-view. ROH contacted WWE asking for written approval from the company, who denied the request, citing Seidel's 90-day no-compete clause. Man, come the fuck on. Yeah, that's not going to move the needle. It's you not know what I mean? CM Punk. Right. It's not Chris Jericho. There are difference makers where if they yeah. show up on ROH, or, or and we're talking Cena, yeah. Undertaker, right. Brock, Brock. CM Punk. Yeah, the Rock. You know, yeah, these people show up somewhere else and, and that's going to stop people flipping through the channels and be like, what is this? Right. Evan Bourne. Evan the Bourne. only people who know Evan Bourne are, are hardcore wrestling fans. Who already bought the pay-per-view. Right. It's, and this is not like it's on like, it's not like, hey, he's going to show up on our televised product. I might get that because somebody's flipping through and sees an ROH and sees well, Evan well, Bourne hey, in the ring. Yeah. Oh, this is in WWE. What is this product? Right. The likelihood of that. I mean, come on. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. You just fucking let the guy go, and you're going to... I never understood that one. We ended your contract early, but yet we get to hold on to the 90-day no-compete clause? Yeah, what do I do for 90 days? Hey, I, I blew my money because I didn't know they, I was going to get they fired. They still pay them their downside guarantee. Uh, and it's all been in the, written in the contract, but that would be one I'd fight for. Like, no, no, no. If you end it, right. I'm not beholden to that. Mm-hmm. If I end it... Obviously, contracts are a motherfucker. Yeah. You know, and see, they have the power because they have a whole lot more money invested in lawyers than this guy does, Matt mm-hmm. Seidel. You know what I mean? And that there's sucks. no like term or conditions. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, you can't do anything without our approval. But when we're done with you, fuck you, fuck off. Yeah. I'm like, what? No, I'm yeah. not done with you. I still want two more storylines. Well, <laughs> right, fuck yeah. you. you fuck know? you. Yeah. So, but uh, it looks like we know where he's going when that 90 days is up. So. Good. <laughs> yeah. It's good wrestling product. Should come back to Metro Pro. We saw his brother wrestle. Yes, we did. He said he wanted to be on the show, his brother, and, uh, and I emailed him back and haven't heard back. He's a busy man. Maybe he listened to the show and thinks we suck. <laughs> he's fucking stupid. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Uh, 
I blame it all on the pink sock. You know what? Hold on. Yeah. You literally just made that hypothetical, like maybe, and I really legitimately got pissed off at him. I was about yeah. to go all like, well, fuck his character. He's stupid anyhow. <laughs> I get too emotional with this yeah. shit. Okay, anyhow, back to that. Line. I blame it all on the pink sock. Oh, God. If I haven't heard that once. But- <laughs> Police in Hartford, Connecticut, the site of Monday's Raw broadcast, arrested WWE diva Emma, real name Tennille Dashwood, mm. and charged her with sixth-degree larceny or theft of an item under $250. The arrest occurred before Raw, and Emma was still active on Twitter during the broadcast. WWE released a statement acknowledging that they were aware of Emma's arrest and that she is ultimately responsible for her personal decisions. The WWE diva appeared in community court Tuesday, according today. According to her lawyer, Hubert Santos, she was told to participate in community service. The lawyer said Dashwood's arrest stemmed from a mistake where he told the publication that she was using the self-checkout machine at the Walmart when she purchased approximately $30 worth of items but forgot to pay for a case for an electronic device. So a lot of things come to my mind with this story. Mm -hmm. One, Hartford, Connecticut, what the fucking cops doing? Like, you know... Go do some real fucking crime I don't work. No, though, man. You know, I was in a thirty dollars. I was in Providence, Rhode Island, and you think same thing, right? Yeah, yeah Providence, Rhode Island. We uh, we were there uh, visiting my wife's uh, grandmother, who was in a home, and we were leaving. And we at this red light, the car that's in front of us, who's at the red light, we're the second car in line. This guy, when the light turns green, whips a one eighty into the middle of the uh, intersection, blocking everybody. Gets out of his car from the driver's side, looks back in, and starts screaming at somebody that's in the passenger side. And, I mean, this guy doesn't look like a nice character, right? Mm. So my wife's like, what do I do? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So we drive the hell off, you know, take a right and get out of there. Stop at the gas station because we need gas. And she calls her mom to tell her this. And her mom used to live there in Providence. And she was like, what street are you on? And we told her, and she was like, yeah, get out of there now. Like, stop getting gas Mm -hmm. and go somewhere else. So there's bad parts. Well, yeah, there's bad parts of everything. But Hartford, Connecticut, I mean, the cops are probably wearing fucking bow ties and (laughs) walking proper. There's still a lot because, you know, like – this isn't Boston. Yeah. Well, I don't so know, man. that comes to my mind. Second, self checkouts. Jesus Christ. Can we get rid of those? I know. They just fucking They never work suck. right. They never work one. right. I steal from them because I can. It's easy. Yes. Obviously. And then the third, th- sixth degree. How many degrees of stealing are there? Right. Can we just fucking say, hey, asshole? You stole something. Pay for it now. Yeah. Pay for it right and now. And why? So, like, okay, so under $250. So if I stole something for 251 all of a sudden it's fifth degree larceny right. and I have a larger charge. And then I got to think the reason. She probably got caught as one. She's fucking hot, mm-hmm. right? So somebody's looking at her. Already looking and at her. And she's famous. Somebody, the Semi-famous. person might have been a wrestling yeah. fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she, her face is probably on one of the DVDs that were there at the Walmart. <laughs> right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Or on the T-shirt. Yeah, you know? yeah. Something could have been, yeah. And so I'm just like, get the fuck on. You yeah. know? What's her real name, though? Tennille Dashwood. Tennille. I like that name. I like a lot about Emma. I love Emma. Do you think when she stole... She was doing the, the yeah. her dance, like, ha, not going through this. Like, when she's doing the checkout, that's yeah. how she's taking it from one item to the other, yeah. is passing it from the left to the right, left to the right, <laughs> left to the right. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to see how... And she was already getting buried. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if she's just done getting that push anymore. If she's back on NXT for good or at all, because WWE's needing to cut people right now. They, if they cut her. If it was truly an accident, okay, I we think get it, it was. I honestly think it, it was. It sounds like it was. It sounds like an accident. A fucking case. Yeah. I, if I was a lawyer, I would have made the fucking judge you know what pay can happen, me. too? I've had, 
I thought the goddamn thing rung yeah, up. Yeah, I heard a beep, so I put it in my fucking thing. That's yeah. why self-checkouts are stupid. That's why do you ever I've go had it. I've had it go before where the thing went off, and the person stopped me, and I've been like, no. I thought that went through. Right. Okay, I'll pay for it. Right. And it was not an issue. But I wasn't a, arrested. She's a celebrity, so let's make an example out of her, and t- I'll put my tea down, and I'll arrest this girl. Yeah. And they gave her a mug shot. Yeah. For God's sakes. Yeah. You know? Makes her kind of. It makes her kind of hotter. Oh, she's always yeah. <laughs> but but if she gets cut and fucking Alicia Fox with that weird ass oh, belly button, Jesus. can we fire her just because of her belly button? I don't know. Write him and ask. Jeez. Well, that's all the news I got. That was quick. Quick news week. Yep. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of. I mean, there's some injuries and stuff, but we can talk about that on Raw and stuff like that when we get into it. So uh, that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna come up. We're gonna talk about what happened at Money in the Bank. We're gonna get uh, our picks in. Who won our picks? And we'll talk about the following Raw. When we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. The Get Naked Bikini is a bikini that completely dissolves in water, leaving the person completely nude. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com, motherfucker! What's that? I've got the new Daniel Bryan Yes shirt. That shirt is yes. awesome. Yes. 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 And guess where I got it? You got it from Kmart. I did not get oh. it from Kmart. I got it online at www.shop.com. Oh, hey, I know something about www.shop.com. What do you know about it? I know that the Spanish announce table are now affiliate members of www.shop.com. We official. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you know what that means to the average listener of the Spanish What does that mean to them? That means that when they go to purchase something from www.shop.com, which, let's face it, they're very likely to do. Come on. We know that you guys want the newest Bray Wyatt shirts. We know that you want the newest Daniel Bryan merchandise. Even for you weirdos, we know you want the John Cena stuff. Pink armbands. Right. So, guess what? You can get all that stuff all for the same price you're normally going to Same low price you're always going to get. And if you go through our site we get a little kickback and guess what we like that gives us some money help support this show which we know you like it's very simple you go to spanishannouncetable.net they've one of the first banners is literally this wweshop.com banner ad and it tells you the code to use you click through it that lets them know that it's us sending you to yeah them, and hey, then we'll get a you kickback want sales. them to know about us Go through and use our Man. link and tell them who we are and help us at the same time. And this merchandise is not something you get at a fair. No. This is WWE shop material. This is thick quality shirts. Authentic. Authentic caps. You can get replica belts. Anything you could buy from the WWE, you can get on WWEshop.com. And by doing so, you'll also be supporting the Spanish Announce Table. Doesn't get any better than that, T-Mac. It does not. So go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Click the link for the WWE Shop. You go there. You get whatever merchandise you already going to get. And then we get that kickback. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. I love that Tatanka music. Well, here's a thought I had yeah. about Tatanka. If we were doing this show. Well, real quick. You go ahead. Uh, you were showing me, me the 8 bit uh-huh. thing. This still sounded the exact same on the 8 bit Nintendo game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> if we were doing this show, what was this, 94, 95? Tatanka? Is that when he was like at his peak? It's probably before that, even. 93, 94, maybe? I think more like. 92. 
92? No, yeah. not 90. 92 was still like Flair and Perfect and all that stuff. He was like around Survivor Slim when they did the damn gobbledygooker and stuff. So when was that? Yeah. So anyhow, that time period, right? Let's just say 92 to 95. Yeah. That time period. But whatever his height was. Do you think if we were doing this podcast, if that was around, uh-huh. we'd be like, you don't need to get fucking pushed to Tonka. It's a stupid gimmick. <laughs> no, we'd be like, no, it's good. He's getting over. Like, I yeah. kind of feel like yeah. sometimes I would do that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a whole different. Uh, I'm an asshole is what I'm saying. But. Yeah. We're going to get into some WWE. WWE. So normally what we do is we do NXT and then WWE. Yeah, but we had a lot going on. Yeah, well, we have, when we have a pay-per-view, what we do is we bump like we don't talk about SmackDown, we don't talk about NXT because it's just so much. The show goes on too long and you guys really don't care. To, I mean, yeah. like, if you really followed NXT and cared, you'd probably watch it. And even if you, you know, like to listen to us for that, sorry, we couldn't help you. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, next what, week. What we're going to cover is money in the bank. Overall feeling of money in the bank before we get into it. Uh,. The Divas, okay, here's my thoughts. Divas match, best Divas match in five to ten years. Yeah. No, not ten years. Probably five to seven years. Good, yep. It was amazing, actually. Yeah. Uh, tag team match, delivered. First money in the bank, had progress, and then I wanted <laughs> to fucking murder any John Cena fan I would have saw that night because of the fucking horrible finish! What I just don't get is, like, and I get it. I don't want to see John Cena winning titles, but it's gonna happen. Or like, are we not happy if John Cena ever wins another WWE title? I mean, like, at some point it has to happen. We Wait can't. A minute, just are figure, we happy? Yeah. Yes. But I mean, like, you know that's gonna come. No. You know it's gonna come. No. They tri- make too much money off of it. Then, then have Triple much... H. Then have Triple H be the heel uh, champion. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's gonna. Why happen. not? He's not an active wrestler. And he's it got could be. Going on. Not, well, so yeah. does John Cena. Got a Look, movie. The argument? No, it's we, be original. Being original, oh, say so nobody can ever win multiple championships. I mean, like it's it's not like he's on his downslope of his career. It's he's still 15, kicking in his prime. Hey. It's fifth. It's not. No, he his character has Randy Orton. Yeah, hey. it has done everything. They're still making a shit ton of money off of it, and we're not the only demographic that watches wrestling. Well, I'm the only one that feels this way. <laughs> I feel the way I feel, and I feel like. I wanted my money back. So Money in the Bank opened up with the Tag Team Championship match of the Usos versus Harper and Rowan. By the way, for any new listeners, as we go along through this, we also reveal last week we made picks, and we have a running competition where we score our picks based on certain factors, based on you know if you pick the winner right, the method of victory, yada, yada. We won't get into all the full details, so we'll be announcing that as we go along. But the Tag Team Championship match, the Usos versus Harper and Rowan, and the Usos won this by pinfall. Do we pick that? We did pick this match. Correctly. You said the Usos would win by pinfall. Yes. And you almost were pretty right. You were like, it would be one of those where they like walk out and they're doing the hands over each other's shoulders like, man, we barely got away with this one. It was a good match. They did like they did the double flying mm, thing and all that. Yeah. Uh, I predicted Harper and, and Rowan would win by pinfall. So right Put now, it on the board. T-Mac is up eight to nothing. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Good match, though. Very good match. Uh, Very well mean, delivered. It's an amazing match. Uh, so I always... I'm not a fan of going through the motions, right? Right. But I feel, honest to God, these guys, all four of them, could have just suffered a concussion and put on an amazing match in their unconscious state. They're just so good. And they're so good together. Side note, I was listening to a... And Rowan is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Luke Harper, everyone's getting a hard-on for. Yeah, but Rowan's really good, too. Yeah, Rowan is fucking amazing. Yeah. 
I think they can do the same thing. I think people are just excited that Luke Harper reminds them of Bruiser Brody. Yeah, yeah. But they're both fucking amazing. Quick side note, uh, you mentioned the concussion thing. Mm-hmm. I also was listening to that Chris Jericho podcast. I'm doing a backlog listening to mm-hmm. the podcast. Mm-hmm. The Bully Ray interview. Okay. He talked about when they were doing a TLC match, and they were all in there together, and Bully Ray got a concussion from Chris Jericho because he fucked up a move. Dick. And uh, <laughs> he goes, I remember... He goes, so at those point, he goes, those they were talking, those matches are every spot planned out because there's just too many moving parts to call it in the ring. Right. So he's telling him, bully, get up. You got to go take the the Van Daminator. And he goes, from who? And he was like, uh, oh, Rob Van Daminator. You know, <laughs> like, later in the match, he's like, all right, you got to go give uh, uh, somebody the bully bomb. And he goes, how? <laughs> he was just like, he said the whole thing, he just didn't know. Like, concussions just, yeah, you're just in a, yeah. It's anyway. horrible. So back to money in the bank. We had a Divas Championship matchup next featuring... The then Divas champion Paige versus one half of the Funkadactyls, Naomi. Amazing. Amazing match. I tell you, Naomi's good. Amazing. Yes. And we were discussing this about if you had to get rid of one of them, you said you'd keep Cameron. I I, I would keep Naomi because I'd prefer to have somebody that's also good. Oh, I completely 180 switch my mind <laughs> yeah, okay, after yeah, that match. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. I think s- we forgot because she got injured and was gone right. for a while. And her, now, her character is very stale. Absolutely, her character is stale. But. But this could be a way to get rid of it through that right. feud. And she is just, I, I am serious. I stand corrected. You are completely right. She is leaps and bounds yes. better in every Cameron. category of living than Cameron. Yeah. Now, Paige ended up winning my pinball. Paige is great, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Little, and what they were playing the whole time was uh, Cameron was actually secretly rooting for Paige. Right. Every time yeah. Paige would get the advantage, she was happy. And then mm-hmm. every time, and she played that really well. Yeah, she that did. That came across very well. Now we both it's probably genuine. Yeah, we both correctly predicted this match. We said Paige would win by pinfall, but we both wagered for a point that Cameron would cost Naomi the match, which did not happen. So we both got the seven points. Now you're up fifteen to seven. Ha! Let's see if I can fuck up the math like I did the previous yeah. time. I'm up 147 to two. <laughs> so we moved on to Adam Rose versus Damian Sandow as Paul Revere. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, well, good because we didn't pick. I don't want either of those. But I, Adam Rose won by pinfall. Whatever. Then we moved on to the traditional Money in the Bank contract ladder match featuring Seth Rollins, Rob Van Dam, Jack Swagger, Dolph Ziggler, Kofi Kingston, Dean Ambrose, and the ghost of Bad News Barrett. Because Bad News Barrett was supposed to be in the match. Was hurt, not. Hurt his shoulder. Hurt his shoulder. And looks like he's going to be gone for a while, as they say now. And I don't, don't you think this is a perfect opportunity? I, I, I go back to the very start of Randy Orton. And remember when he would do those uh, health reports? Like, my shoulder's doing great this week, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I think you could do that with Wade yeah. Barrett because what Wade Barrett is over on right now uh-huh. is the bad news bear. Yeah, he could say that too, like, oh, you got that IC title yeah, at the, yeah. at the I've got some bad, bad news. news. My shoulder's rehabbing better than quick. Right. Yeah. I think you should just do that. I mean. They could use him because that's what's getting him over. It's not his in-ring prowess. You're right. I mean, because what got him over initially wasn't wrestling. Remember how we were like, is he hurt? Because he's not wrestling. All he's doing is cutting promos. Yeah. Go back to that. Yeah. Easily. Might as well. You need three hours to fill. You can always do a bad news segment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You always got three hours to fill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But anyhow. Unless they just want to give him time off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that could be but, it. But, he but there's even... no reason you can't uh, via satellite. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do it from his home in mm-hmm. London or wherever yeah. he's at. I love the via satellite. Nobody's coming via satellite well, anymore. Some are. You know? Rock is. That's a pre-recorded. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, you set. mean yeah. like live. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how much money it costs. Right, yeah. <laughs> live yeah. via satellite. Anyway. Um. Great match, this Money in the Bank contract ladder match. Can I say something, too, about uh, Rob Van Dam? I get everyone getting, oh, go away. You're just, yeah, uh, no. 
He is selling the yeah. best oh, of yeah. his career right now. He's great. When he takes a bump, especially I think he has a good relationship with Seth Rollins. When he's bumping for Seth Rollins, this is amazing. Like he takes that what's it called? The curb stomp or whatever. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. takes that amazing. Yeah. He jumps into it. I mean, yeah. Rob Van Dam. That looked legitimate. I think that was on Raw. Right, but, on yeah, Raw. Oh. He's doing great. Now I get the character. Hey, look, who hates stale characters more than anyone? Yeah. This fucking guy talking right now. But he is serving a purpose, helping these young guys get experience, and he is giving everything he's got. And I feel he's doing more than five moves. Oh, yeah, no, he is. The only thing is, like, he does get his shit in, as they call it. Right. But what angers people about that is that he used to pride himself in never wrestling the same match. He's also 42. Exactly, and he still does it better than I could fucking do. Right. Anyway, um, this was great. At the end, I legitimately thought Dean Ambrose was going to win. When he came in. And mm-hmm. did the, you know, toss him out mm-hmm. and his shoulders hurt when he comes back and like started climbing. I was like, oh, holy fuck, they're going to give this to Teen Ambrose. Like they sold me. I and bit the, I bit the, I drank the Kool Aid. I was like, it's happening. Oh, and that backdrop yes. uh, that Seth Rollins took onto another ladder. Yes. Oh, oh, and he bounced off. Yeah. Ah. I also thought at one point Ziggler was going to win it. Ah, there was one me point too. where like I legit, but then he started climbing and it was slow and I was like, oh, there it is. And so when I watched this pay per view, I watched it with a group of pro wrestling fans and then two people who were not a pro wrestling fan, to the point that they didn't realize their characters. Yeah, okay. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. They just was like, oh, I thought it was all half-naked dudes just grabbing on each other. Right, yeah. I mean, legitimate. They didn't was, realize it was like storylines and characters. Right, right yeah. that was a legitimate sentence that came out of one wow. of their words. And But here's the hard part when you watch wrestling with people like that, is that the little stupid shit that we do in this world, it's very hard to explain. And this person was like, why the fuck are they climbing so slow? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. And I was like, I get that idea. When, it works when like a Dean Ambrose is selling his shoulder and he can only climb up with one arm. Right. It works. But It works with Randy the, Orton who's bleeding down his face. Yeah, but yeah, 10 works. minutes into the match, come on, get that. Exactly. Just start climbing. Climb and have trouble getting the fucking thing and then someone yeah. can come up. And I, yeah, I, exactly. And I work, I get because you want to do some ladder spots. So you have to, because I would say don't put the ladder there and don't go for it that early. Right. But you want some ladder spots. So I get that. But like you said, have trouble setting it up. It's so difficult, though, when people that are – and you're like, well, you, what you got to do – it's like, no, that is fucking stupid. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, Dean Ambrose – now, you're the news guy, uh-huh. but I might have read this. Uh, legitimate separation of shoulder? Oh, I don't know. I didn't catch that. I did see that there was something. Yeah, I forgot to And uh, he to cussed. Like a motherfucker. Did you catch that? No, uh uh-uh. So I forget what he does. He does a, a spot, and it was to Rollins. And after he does it, he, he legitimately is like, motherfucker. Oh, no. And I was like, okay, well, now I completely think this is real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is crazy. Right. But this – and God, he was – He's legitimately crazy. By the way, any new listeners, too, we did an interview with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose here in the studio, uh, and we've commented on this. He's an odd guy. Like we he were like, in his character. Yeah, like 100%. I don't. I almost think it's not a character, right? Because I've listened to him on other podcasts, and he kind of. Yeah. And that was one like with the Cole Cabana, where he has no reason to play character. Yeah, and it was just like, yeah, this guy's a little off his rocker. And his promo when he was like, "What should I do?" Yeah, oh, yeah. Go case for the case face. face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, of that pay per view, he's the MVP. Oh yeah, absolutely. That promo, all by the way, was great. Yeah, and he's like, get the case. 
bash your face. Why don't I do both? Case? Face. Like, ah, hell with it. Let's yeah. do both. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the spots he did in the match. Yeah. And if he did separate his shoulder and when he had to leave, Ugh. if that was legitimate, because he was like, pop it back in, yeah. which I was like, you wouldn't just say that. No, you yeah, would say, yeah. like, oh, it hurts. And yeah. that's when I was like, this could be real. And then I read something where he did. Uh, but, man, he was amazing. I've never had that happen, but I've heard that's one of the most painful things, popping it back in. Like Fuck just, yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. I'll get to my kind of – you asked me my thoughts uh, about – and I kind of led to where I hated. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being positive and patient – Yeah. Overall, I thought the pay-per-view was great. Great. And even when you separate them, the shield, the three of them, fucking rule. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're all great. Oh. They are great. This so is the best talent on the roster right now. And this is what got me so mad about John Cena is that Seth Rollins won the money in the bank. Yeah. You know who would be a perfect person to cash that in on? Huh. Roman fucking Reigns. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you don't want to do that. Oh, why? Because that's cool. Because I mean, what you what are you gonna have Roman Reigns run with the title for eight nine months? Or are you mm-hmm. gonna do it quick? Nah, yes, that, man. and then you have already. all three of them. Look, Roman Reigns is good. They're the three best. Roman Reigns is good, but he is not ready for World Heavyweight Title running with the ball right now. Why? Because it's just not what it is. Man. Everyone He's loves not, him. His promos need work. So does He's Daniel not, Bryan. Yeah. Look, well, yeah. 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 Who got the loudest pop last night on Monday Night Raw? Uh, Jack Swagger. No, you know what I mean. That was like, oh, shit, that was cool. Yeah. Roman Reigns, when they introduced the four guys, who got the loudest pop? Yeah. Uh, but it didn't happen. Yeah, so that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Seth Rollins did win this match. It was great. I predicted Seth Rollins would win this match. Did you really? I did. You're a dick. So I got eight points. You're an asshole. You predicted Dolph Ziggler. Oh, well, and you match. bought it once, so don't say it like that, you <laughs> ass. I actually thought you were right. In the I was line. hoping so. Because you had the good point of this is where, because of who he is and what yeah, his character is. Yeah, I thought that would be the perfect thing. Like, he cashes it in, so all the IWC we're like, guys, finally, yeah, yeah, we get our boner of, oh, yeah. yeah, we get what we they want. They finally are giving right, him one. And yeah. then they fucking shit on him, and then we get pissed like That again. night would have been great. Right. Yeah. That night, go cash it in and yeah, lose. Lose it. Like, God <laughs> d- Especially to Cena. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. That would have fucking... Uh, so. <laughs> I would have slit my pro wrestling wrist <laughs> yeah. on this that. The show would have been done. Yeah, I would have been like, not coming in. Uh, Fuck everyone. This would have been the T-Mac Memorial yeah, Show. Yeah. We would have been Remember? playing clips yeah. with the sad, like, I hope you had the time of your life playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the Green Day song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so thankfully that didn't happen. <laughs> T-Max still alive. So we got uh, another match we didn't pick because we didn't know what was coming was Axel Back versus Dusty's Dusts, as I'm calling them now. I love your, like, original <laughs> Dusty's Dusts. Because uh, <laughs> they <laughs> They're Dusty's Dusts. Oh, so uh, the Dusts win this by pinfall. Um, uh, first of all, though, um, Cody is buying into this character and doing it well. He's buying into it, but... I want some story. I like uh, how Goldust is selling it, though. Like, yeah. He's, like, amazed by this guy and everything. Like, And all of his things in the back are just like, oh, my God. Did well, you see how and, great that was? And <laughs> I liked a little bit of what they did where they, and this is on Raw, uh, they, like, held each other's shoulders. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, are they going to fucking make <laughs> out? <Yeah. laughs> no way. And it made me go, like, well, I'm going to keep watching. This is a little creepy. This yeah, is fucking yeah. creepy, yeah. but I'm going to see ex- what happens. Yeah. I just I, I want some story now. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, give us something to l- think about. Now. Like have have Renee Young go Goldust. So it's been a month now since uh, Cody Rhodes is now Stardust. Uh, what's your thoughts? And all of a sudden the fucker and they've done this a little bit, but a little bit more. Give me a little bit more. Where now Stardust is fucking 
you know, painting his nails or something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Doing yeah. something weird. Yeah. And Goldust is like, now I can't even control it. Yeah, you yeah, know? No, he's like, the, yeah. Give me a little bit Just more have of that. Him off the where, side. Where they do weird. the promos with the Adam Rose and all that stuff, backstage kind of stuff. I want that a little bit more with Stardust. I got you. Don't just give me the, hey, my hands are together. Now yeah, they're yeah, not. Now the star. Because now, now I'm going to get tired of that. But yeah, true. I do like it right now. We'll move on. A match we did pick was Rusev versus Big Motherfucking E, who, by the way, did another shitty promo, like the box promo before he came out. Yeah, Southern Baptist promo. Yeah, just bad. I hope that's really not where they're going with this. Why can't they go? You know, I don't get this three and enough. I need five. Yeah. If I don't know, what the fuck does that mean yeah. if I didn't watch NXT? And it would be fine. Now. Nobody fucking remembers King Kong Bundy except right. guys like us. But. And we're okay with it because it's, yeah, it's, it's new. It's new. Yeah, it's yeah, time. It's, it's time. A, yeah. It's time. It's not new, but you get what I'm saying. Well, we both correctly predicted the match in that Rusev wins by a submission via the accolade. Lana. Yeah. You know, I don't even care anymore about Rusev. I told you guys a million times for the new listeners, I think you package Rusev as an MMA fighter since you're going to do the bulldozer run through everyone. At least it make it legitimate fighter type thing. You put a towel on his head a la Taz and you get something creative in WWE world. Mm -hmm. But they're not. So at least I get Lana's ass. So, Mm. yeah, that'd be nice. I'd like to get Lana's ass too. hey I'm still thinking uh, about it. You can keep going. So we both correctly predicted the winner. It was kind of cool that, that Big E kind of fought back a little bit. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Oh, and the spot that he fucking did, which, okay, oh, wait, like 260-pound men, and one's going to stand on the apron and go, run as fast as you can and dive into me, and we're going to fall yeah, 10, exactly. 10, 10 feet. That was amazing. Hey, this match actually was really good. As I was watching, I was like, God damn, this was great. Right. I just wanted a little bit more offense from Big E just to – let me see how yeah. Rusev sells. Is yeah. he going to be Goldberg? Or does he work from under? Yeah. Right. Am yeah. I going to see Goldberg? Yeah. Or am I going to see Umaga, who could sell? You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but that one spot where he fucking Big E speared him yes. on the apron, yes. and they legitimately did not both like, went to, yeah. yeah, they didn't like prep for it. They're just like, yeah. let's do it. I actually thought, he, great. I thought, actually thought he might have got concussed because his head went back. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. And yeah. it sounded bad. Very good. Um, we both got nine points because we got the, uh, the Everything correct right. winner. The method and yeah. the name of the submission, yeah. Although I'm, I'm pretty positive and patient that's right now, gimme. guys. Right. So we are at yeah, fine. Right. Twenty-four to twenty-four. Oh right shit! Now. Oh shit! And you fucker, you're an asshole. So Summer Ray took on Layla, oh. the special guest referee Fandango. What'd you think? Uh, we didn't pick this. But what'd you think of the match? I thought it was good. I thought this is my favorite part. And this made my non-wrestling fans, or fans, friends, they're fans of mine too, Yeah, uh, friends, laugh. Is there was a move, and I think Layla is holding Summer Rae in a submission mm-hmm. move that's not going to try to make her submit, but it yeah, was just yeah. a rest hold. Yeah. And Fondango starts like gyrating his <laughs> hips around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is fucking yeah. cool. And they go like, and one of my friends, because they still think the attitude error, they're like, yeah. is this going to be a threesome? And I'm like, that'd be fucking cool. I liked uh, Summer had Layla in the corner, and she had like her leg up against yeah, the Yeah, and she started feeling she's on like, her leg. Le- like showing her leg out to Fandango, and she's like, eh. And Fandango's like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, I love this. Yeah, no, this was good. I love And this. I love this storyline. And Do you want to just go into Raw? Uh, we'll talk about it after. Okay. Yeah, okay. so we can keep this going. But right. uh, So we didn't pick it, nothing, nothing there. So we'll move on to, uh, oh, Layla won by pinfall, though. You would have picked that. I would have picked yeah. that. <laughs> Anytime Layla can lay on top or something. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> the World Heavyweight Championship Ladder Match featuring Sheamus, Bray Wyatt, Alberto Del Rio, Cesaro, John Cena, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, and Kane. Well, you do not have a truck up your ass. So that's good. So that means Kane didn't win. Did you ever think that he was going to win? I never thought Kane was going to win because they made it pretty clear that he was. Although I did think maybe is he just going to be like, fuck this, I'm taking it. When he was holding the ladder still for Orton, yeah. I thought maybe he was going to choke slam him yeah. and then him win. Yeah. And I got nervous because I didn't want to truck him. Yeah. <laughs> for any new listeners, uh, one of our uh, regular contributors, uh, Big Josh the Rebel Trucker, when T-Mac initially thought a couple weeks ago that Kane was going to pull this down, he floated that idea out there. Uh, Big Josh threatened to drive his truck straight up T-Mac's ass. And he has a semi. It's not like yeah, just he's a, a trucker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this I isn't a Ford Ranger. Yeah. This is a goddamn, yeah, is I, I don't S10. even know what it. it's probably maybe a Volvo, whatever those yeah. are. Oh, um, my God. Tell us, Big Josh, what's the, what's the truck you're rolling yeah. in? Yeah. too. Give us uh, what your truck is. Come on now. Yeah, so... So good thing that uh, didn't happen. This was a good match, man. I like this. Did you think it was a good match? Uh, I thought it was a good match. The stories they told in this match were good. At one point, uh, everybody went through their thing, and it legitimately seemed like any one of them actually, like when Bray Wyatt looked like he was going to win it for a second, and the crowd was going nuts, and he was getting ready. Like they, so they did that. I think it was like Sheamus had a spot first, and then Alberto Del Rio came in or something. I can't remember. and Threw him out, and then it was like, no, because nobody was around. Nobody was getting up, and then I can't remember who knocked him out, and then, you know. Wyatt comes in, and the whole crowd starts going crazy, and he's like, fuck yeah, baby. And he goes to climb, and somebody comes in and throws him out. It was like everybody getting a spot where it was like, mm-hmm. crap, Cesaro, I think, at one point. So I mean, Cesaro took an RKO off the uh, ladder. Yes. I thought- I also like, though, uh, who was it? Cesaro, he threw somebody up off the ladder and gave him the European uppercut. Which I think it was, was Sheamus. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. I thought this was one of the weaker TLC matches. I uh, felt like Del Rio. Money in the bank match. What I say? TLC. What the I mean, hell? granted, because you're not dealing with the high flyer, normal right. spot junkie guy. But I thought that in my mind, and I said this, I think, multiple times out loud, I was like, where's Del Rio and where's Cesaro? I felt like those two guys didn't. Now, obviously, everyone had a spot, you know, but yeah. I felt like those two guys didn't do much. Maybe they're hurt. There was a lot of nobody's around, everybody's laying down. Yeah. There was a lot of that. But there was always a story going on. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, yeah. So I like that. There was never but, any dead time, and they right. always were focused on something. But I just I felt like those two guys, I was like, where the hell are they? I remember saying, like, where is Cesaro? And I wish Heyman would have got involved. Yeah. Why are you going to have him out there if he's not going to do yeah. anything? Yeah, it was, it was odd. Um, but it was okay. I liked it. I but liked I that. hated the finish. Yeah, you predicted Cesaro would win. Yeah, I wanted Cesaro. Hey, original fucking idea. <laughs> That's stupid. That did not happen. Yeah, no. John Cena won. Fucking asshole. And I picked six. I hate John you. Cena would win. You this is is this your first WWE win? John Cena. No, I won a couple of these. Uh I thought you only won TNA. No, no, no. I thought I you only, only won TNA. No, it's it's the thing is when I do win one, I win it like this. I just won twenty twenty four to thirty two. Right. I won by eight. Uh, and you win some of these this way, but there's a few where you win by like 20. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just fuck up the whole thing. <laughs> right? I just fuck it all up. So rarely do I ever blow you out. Right. You'll blow me out once in a while. Right. Especially with WWE. Yeah. But I won this one. You did. I won by eight fucking points. How do you feel? I feel good. Not good. I feel good. So that brings our running totals to T-Mac 159, Captain Awesome 155. So you're still maintaining a four-point lead. Scoreboard. So. Yeah. Scoreboard. Cutting in that lead. Cutting in that lead. Yeah, I started off. So, sacrifice, I won by three. Then you won Extreme Rules by 15. There comes that blowout again. So, you've got a 12 point lead. Then we tied the last two on Payback and Slammiversary. 
That's crazy. Slammiversary member was five to five. <laughs> I suck, man. You suck a dick. And then I won this one, Money in the Bank, thirty-two to twenty. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. I, like I said, I think Dean Ambrose was the MVP. Yep. I thought the promo was amazing. Yep. I thought his work was great. I even thought if that injury was legit for him to even go back out there and finish was amazing. Uh, I just. I was left with such a bad taste in my mouth from seeing Cena hold that fucking contraption up with two belts on it. Yeah, and maybe it's because I thought that was going to happen, that it didn't... Yeah, because you seem very like, hey, accept it. And I'm like, fuck that. No, I don't... No! Because you're the one that always says, hey, we're the voice. If we don't like something, let them know. Well, no, no. Well, let them know that well, you don't I like it. I am letting them know. I got but a I goddamn thought, podcast like, here that like, 5,000 people listen to that fucking I'm going to let them seem, know. Like, I, I'm just, it seems like you're hating the product you're watching. And I'm like, why do you keep watching this? Because well, like like, here you go. I, I told you, I texted you this last night. It's like a steak, right? Uh-huh. Steak is good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You eat a steak. Yum. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you see A1, which uh-huh. is my favorite, and uh-huh. you whatever sauce you want. Don't fucking tweet the table like, oh, yeah, it's like I don't like A1. Yeah, yeah. shut up. I'm not, like, that's like not the point. Yeah, yeah, that's not the point. Yeah. I like A1. If I see A1 and I'm eating steak, and then you- that A1. Right. Like, and I'm on, like, man. hey, I want the A1. And then you go, no, nah, you can't have it. Well, now I'm pissed off at you because yeah. you won't give me the A1. Yeah. And that's how I feel about John Cena as a champion. I'm okay with John Cena still wrestling. He still puts on good matches. He's still a viable character. He's still bringing in $10 million of merchandise I think what, with his fucking little towel. But put him at a mid-card, man. Thing. Here's the thing. I think what people are failing to realize is that uh, there's still – it's it's inevitable, and I've just resigned to the fact that John Cena will win a few more championships in his time. I know. It's just going to happen. No. I know you don't want it to happen and you think it's the wrong decision. Yes. I get that. A million percent. But it's going to happen. No. Because we're not making the decisions. So it's going to happen. And what they are doing is that it's not Cena every other champion anymore. And it's not Cena holding the title for nine months. But it's, it's this. Not... It's Cena wins against Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and mean, then it's Cena wins the title. Hey, man. Come the fuck on. It's just They're not just going to tank him. This, this is what it makes me feel like. It makes me feel like WrestleMania 9. Yeah. When they were on the cusp with guys like Yoko and Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and Tatanka that started off this segment and uh, other emerging stars, and they said, okay, we're going to do this. Nah, fuck it. Let's go with Hogan. Yeah. And that's what, it's because they're scared and they won't pull the trigger yet because yeah. they were like, well, he's not proven yet. And so let's make him go through some more shit. Yeah, but that's how they've always been. So to me, it's just like, that's just how it's always been. Until Cena can't go anymore, it's going to be Cena. Now, what they are doing is doing a good job building these other people up so that when he does go down and can't go anymore or won't, then they will have somebody that they can then give that new spot to. I just think those guys are ready. I might, I, I'd agree with you. but So let's do just, it. They're just not going to. Let's throw in the never give up towel. If we were And go with these the show, new guys. If we were on the show... That would be the case, but it's not, so I just refuse to let myself get so worked up and angry over it. Well, I don't because I'm passionate about what I watch, <laughs> and I want good shit. I want A1 on my steak. Yeah. You're just happy that you got steak. <sighs> I want A1. I know that I don't control whether I get the A1. You still can be upset. So it's just like, hey, all right. You've just given up. Got my steak. Probably so. <laughs> I'm supposed to never give up. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy you the towel. So we'll move into Raw. 
the the authority come out and they present Cena with, "Hey, you're the cover of 2K15." And this was a good segment. Dude. And I, yes, it was a good segment. Yes. And, but I was so pissed off. <laughs> it couldn't have been a worse back-to-back segments for me in a 24-hour span from yeah. seeing <laughs> Cena win that fucking title and then opening up again with a with, promo with both belts draped over his his neck. I don't like that. I don't either, but for some reason it makes me think of like a junkyard dog or like. I, it might be cool if it was a, not the John Cena character, if there was an actually thuggish character. Yeah, but I've kind of given up on that. I just accept that yeah, that's what he's going to yeah. do. Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, it is what he's going to do. But like if Crime Time was still here and they had like a joined, like a, a unified tag title belt, right. I could see them doing that. Yeah, or the Usos even. Or they the seem Usos, yeah. Legit. Yep. Yeah. Um, Hey, the highlight of this segment was Stephanie McMahon mimicking John Cena during his music. And then Triple H coming back with a, yo, you, we dropping our R's down. I know we're, we're close to your hometown. It was, God, they're great. They got under his skin, I think, legitimately yeah. to where he was like, I'll just kick your ass, I'll which is never ass, like, right? that, that's like, uh, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh-uh. <laughs> that's that response. Your mom. Right. <laughs> and man, they were great. They were great. They unveiled the cover of uh, WWE 2K15 2K05 or 2K15 because yeah. it's the same fucking thing yeah, on the cover. Pick, yeah. Um which I'm excited about because I heard Sting's going to be in it. Hold on now. What? Don't hashtag tweet the table with who was actually on the cover. Yeah, of, I don't fucking care. Of, you know, Smackdown's Raw. I bet you, you know what? What he's saying is that that character is the same since 2005. You know, okay, keep going. I, I'm going to try to look that up. It might right actually now. be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might well, we moved on to Seth Rollins versus RVD, which is another good match. Uh, who? Seth Rollins and Rob Van Dam. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. He's, he's serving his purpose for grooming a the new talent. New talent. Where I think Cena should be. That's not Cena's role. The The main guy does not groom the next talent he shouldn't until be the, it's time to pass the torch. He shouldn't. Your maintenance guys groom the next talent. RVD grooms the next talent. What I'm saying is the main guy should be uh, the shield, and you devalue John Cena because he's fucking played out. You don't devalue what's making you money until it stops. The until only thing, it's devalued. The only people that are making him money are people that don't understand the difference between a main eventer and a mid-carder. We're going to the guy who's made us the most money since Stone Cold if he hasn't already outsold Stone right. Cold. And we're just going to trash him because we think these other guys are I'm ready. not saying, yeah. Because you gotta no. get, you gotta get ready for your no you gotta get no. ready for your future so you're not ba- in a bad position and the nine year olds can't tell they me the difference between are. that's a a list guy and this is a mid carter they don't know the difference to them Daniel Bryan when we wanted him to be the champ is the same guy as John Cena but Cena's fans aren't just the nine year olds there's adults eighty five percent of them there's adults and there's girls that like Cena but, well the girls don't fucking care just have him take a shirt off so Renee Young did an interview with Seth Rollins about Good his transition. money in the bank <laughs> and this was great and he he calls her toots which I loved I was mm-hmm. like that's such a great heat tactic uh, I love that whole bit man he's out there and then uh. Dean Ambrose came on, right? Was this did Dean Ambrose come in on this? Was this where he told him, "I'm going to be like the thorn in your side"? Uh, you know, every time you try to yeah. cash this in, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was this. That was great. That was great. So I like where this is going. We're definitely headed for a Rusev and or not Rusev. Uh, um, I'm looking at my notes here. Um, Seth Rollins Ambrose showdown is amazing. Amazing. Uh, I, I just, can only imagine that match. I just oh, yeah. found the covers now. Who is the, it? The cover of 05 Yeah, was Vince McMahon. Was it really? But the cover of 06... Was Batista and John Cena. Da, 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 da. Same fucking pose. Basically the same fucking pose and everything. Da, 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 da. God damn it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> there you go, Mop Jockey. All right. 
We moved on to Rusev. It comes out with Lana, and they're talking their shit on America and, and about the great Vladimir Putin. And uh, what do we get? We get Jack Swagger. Now, I thought this was obviously called for. Yes. We not, when I say we in this situation, I don't mean me and Captain Awesome. I mean the IWC yeah, sure. the have been calling for this yes. for a while. Good month now, probably. At right. least, yeah. And we got what we wanted. Yes. I do want to say, though, it felt to me, and I am positive and patient because I think this is going to be great. It felt a little flat, though. It just felt like a... Well, now here I come. What you couldn't have done was tell that from the crowd reaction, though. The crowd fucking looked. Now, you're in the right area for that. Yeah. I mean, you're in that upper northeast, which is the right. Smart Boston, Connecticut, where they're like, hey, yeah. well, fuck you, we're America. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're they're going to love this. And it was a lot of the guys that was like, yo, I called that. Yeah, yo, yeah, I, yeah. I was one of those See, that yo, said. No, um, so, God. first of all, though, what I noticed. Hold on. Hold on. We have some Boston uh, people that listen to oh, this, yeah. they're going to kill us. They're going to hate us. And that was started by you. What? So tweet the table. What? It was you. You started this. No. Oh, yeah, you started no. the I no, get no. shit for making fun of the Southerners. I love Boston. I've been there. I like it. Oh, now we like it. I you, like Boston. You, you don't want the... No, I do like Boston. Tweet me if you think I, I'm... If you're mad about my <laughs> making fun of your accent. But I like it. I like it. You know, I, I was up in uh, in the Boston area for a while, and then uh, Maine, we were there for a couple of weeks visiting mm-hmm. uh, the Weiss family and everything. Uh, I picked up that damn accent just being there a couple weeks. Yeah. I was walking around talking like, hey, we're going to go to the star. I'm just saying, if you're going to hate on someone, he no, started I hate on it. T-Mac. Uh, well, yeah, okay. So, but first of all, I mean, the crowd popped crazy for this. But what I caught was I was watching, I was like, I didn't realize Swagger was that fucking big. He was looked bigger than Rusev in that. He is like, bigger than Jesus Rusev. Jesus Christ. He is. Yeah, Rusev might be broader, but Jesus Christ, Swagger's a monster of a man. And he looked... Like, I was like, I'd bet on Swagger in this fight. Like, well, fuck. I, yeah, I'd bet on Swagger in <laughs> almost every fight except yeah. for Brock. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and he looked like he was into it. A lot of the, yeah. the, a lot of the criticism that I've had with Jack Swagger yeah. is he seems like... Well, characterless, with, almost. like. He, well, he's, he's characterless, never... but when he's with Zeb, mm-hmm. it's almost as if he's daydreaming. Like, yeah, he's, he does have that glass yeah, eye. He's like, like well, where should I go for dinner? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. We, the, uh, the people. people. Yeah, yeah. And no, he was staring Rusev yeah, down like, he was in this moment. you up. Yeah, he was in the moment, and all four of them played this amazing. Rusev was like, you're staring me down? I'm mm-hmm. a fucking brick. I'll fuck you up, yeah. asshole. I like when they started bracing right. to like run into each other. I was just like, this and is And then great. Zeb Coulter was like, hey, I'm an old racist. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, <laughs> foreigners. Yeah. And then Lana was perfect in the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you stupid American. Yes, because what she could have done was the "How you dare you insult yeah, yeah, me," no. and that would have been played out. Yeah, but what she did was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're the guy. You're that, an idiot. You're swagger. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you exactly, know what I mean. Yeah. And Look so, at you. right, fucking Yosemite Sam and swagger. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought I like all... that he did call him uh, uh, Boris and Natasha. Yeah, like he did call him that. Yeah. And I, I just think all four of them. That was their. For the this short is, career, hold on. For the short career that uh, Lana and Rusev have had, that was their best segment. Oh yeah. And now you could have said Zeb has had better promos. Sure. But for what that for purpose this was, this character, that was the best swagger in Zeb as yes. well. Um, this was textbook WWE comic book coming alive storyline in front of us, and it had a good. Now <laughs> you've heard me bitch about America versus Russia. No one fucking cares. But it was a legitimate feud, yeah, a beef that you understood. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, I'm American. But, and the I'm crowd you, sold this well. I mean, like I said, and when, they were behind when it too. Swagger did that arm drag. Uh huh. 
the place went nuts. Well, I mean, like it was like because what they did was they built the tension. These guys looked like they were ready to fight from the moment they stepped in the ring, and then they kept talking, mm-hmm. and it looked like any second this thing's going to explode, and everybody wanted that to happen. Yep, come on, fight, 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 and we kept it just long enough, and then finally. Uh, fight and everybody's like yeah and we got something new where we saw rusev have to back up yes exactly. he's not just oh hey you're biggie as well yeah. crush fuck yeah. man come on who's the, gonna the, stop him cena the only thing is uh they better drag this out as long as they can because there's nowhere for swagger to go after this is yeah over. he's peaked uh, what do you mean i mean like there's nobody else to go anti-american against right than, yeah you know, this is know. this is his this is his face run right arc. here so you this better make this a three four month you know yeah drag it out what do you think about swagger shirt do you like that the 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 arm oh i didn't see the arm you no. haven't seen that yeah no yeah he <laughs> has a, the arm yeah it's the, it's a, it's like a it's like a chalk yeah, cut out yeah, yeah. of the arm and <laughs> on the pay-per-view when he walked out he literally matched it without even oh, looking. Nice. He was just like, boom. Like, it wasn't nice. off an inch. And I thought, that was fucking That's cool. That's great. Yeah. All right, so we moved on. We got this match I had a little bit of a problem with, and I'll get into it. Oh. The Usos and Sheamus versus the Wyatt family. I already know what you have a problem with. What's that? What the fuck with Sheamus? Yeah, what the fuck with Sheamus? Okay, so here's what I, I, I got. Okay, so if we're going to, uh, I know suspend your disbelief, but we're going to envision this is we're watching a fighting organization happen, right? In wrestling. Yep. In these fighting things, you're going to have matches. This guy is going to face this guy. And there may not be a storyline against it, but the thing is, I'm going to fight this thing to bump myself up in the standings, right? You wouldn't have a triple, you know, a three-man tag with random guys that aren't involved with each other, like Usos and Sheamus versus the Wyatt family, because that's not, how's that going to affect the standings in anybody's things? A three-way thing like this is when people are combining storylines and stuff, that's supposed to be, there's a reason behind it. There's some grudge match aspect to it there's a reason why these stories intermix and so now we're gonna just throw everybody in the ring to solve it you follow me mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense for just randomly on raw tonight like in mma you're not getting obviously there's no it's always one-on-one in mma right right but if there was tag team mma which I, that'd be a good idea no yeah no yeah jesus christ yeah no. what good great that'd be stupid no that'd be stupid no yeah Get why out. Cause it's so, that's that's gang fighting. Jesus, yes. no. no! You got MMA you is tag. a sport. You got a tag. Oh, you got to get in there. Oh my god, that is, <laughs> it is a sport. So me, is, us two can kick your two's asses. That's a street fight, right? But you do There's, it sanctioned with rules. So if I got you in a submission, what's the other guy supposed to do? Just wait. If I can't get the tag, you better get out of it. Well, no, I'm gonna interrupt the the three count. No, then you're disqualified. Oh, that's bullshit. That's a dumb sport. No, I like it. Yeah, I hate it. So, at any rate, uh, I don't even know who fucking won this match. Who? Usos and Sheamus, probably. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. No, uh, the Wyatts. The Wyatts did. Yeah. Hey, first of all, man, the Wyatts. I, I think it's for the character and the storyline. It's too early to turn them face, but I don't think they're gonna have an option. The fans are gonna make them turn them face if they're not already. Oh, you think that? Yeah. Sorry. Deal with it. They're gonna keep him heel, just like they keep seeing a face. If there was a large enough contingency, if ever like everybody was behind Daniel Bryan and it forced them to push him, half the crowd is behind Cena, so they don't have to switch it. And if they do, they're still gonna get the same reaction. And Jr. put this the best way on his podcast. Twenty percent is behind. If Cena. they put this, he he put this best on his podcast. If they were to flip John Cena heel right now, all you're gonna do is switch the reactions, and you're gonna lose a shit ton of money. Oh, that's what we've said. That's why the perfect person was already lost with the in the Undertaker streak. Yeah, but no, you could no, no, yeah, you can't switch them. No, because th- that's the same logic of can't turn Hogan. Yeah, 
Can't turn Hogan. You know why? The same thing's going to happen. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll no. see. But at any rate, uh, the Wyatts, though, have that full backing. Everybody's behind them. You know what? It, you know what it reminds me of, and I never watched this show, but I remember when it was going on, uh, something happened, and they're like, "Well, because people were liking us too much." And the show I'm talking about is The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, never watched it, but yeah, I was yeah. I was hearing about it, and people were like starting to like the gangsters, the gangsters, the bad guys. And yeah. so then they had like two to three episodes where they like viciously murdered like women and like beheaded yeah, men yeah, yeah. to try to make it. to make you realize like i'm not yeah you you don't like me yeah and maybe that's what they need to do maybe do they need the to yeah maybe they and now i'm not saying this is acceptable especially in pg murder a baby but no, <laughs> no power bomb a girl through a table I'll or make something. a wish kid yeah or yeah. you know <laughs> yeah you know interrupt i get you well you know what um i listened to that bully ray interview with chris jericho he's talking about when vince was saying like how we're gonna make sure people hate you guys? Right. He goes, "Oh, we'll, we'll have you power bomb a girl through a table. They'll hate you for that." And Billy Ray's like, "No, they're not gonna hate us for that. They're gonna fucking love us for yeah, that." Yeah. Well, especially during that time. And, you know what I mean? So like, weird. Yeah. And he was like, "What do you mean they're gonna love you for that?" And he's like, "No, they're not gonna hate us for that." And he's like, "No, no, they'll hate you." And he goes, "So, so he goes, so we had to power bomb Terry Runnels through a thing." He goes, "And they pop, they loved it." Right. <laughs> I mean, like, what do you? Yeah. Well, during that period too, Rock was rock bottoming Stephanie, and yeah. we were like, yeah. yeah. Men on women violence. That's yeah. totally acceptable. So I don't know, but like, I mean, Jesus, the whole crowd with the cell phone. Now, again, that's a, is Daniel Bryan over or the Yes Chant over? Is it the Wyatt's over or is it the, hey, we want to be involved with right. the cell phones and the entrance? But I over. think what could make them go back to, okay, hey, don't like us. Yeah. You know, attack, attack Stephanie, yeah. attack Stephanie and handcuff Triple H like Orton did when he DDT'd yeah. her. You but know? that's, they're the ultimate over heels, though. Well, that's just first two heels, I thought. Yeah. Do it to, is there a do it to Lana and have Rusev fucking? Well, you're saying to push them as a face? No, push them as a heel. So they got to find a face to do that to. Well, I know. I'm just yeah. thinking. Of, I'm just thinking of man woman. Yeah, there is no man woman face. Come Daniel Bryan and Bree. Uh, there you go. Yeah, kill Bree. Kill Bree. Yeah. So let's move on. Speaking of Bree, Nikki Bella's in the back, and uh, they're asking her. You know, did you make a mistake bringing her on to Money in the Bank and yada yada? And uh, I like how Stephanie comes in. She's like, "Hey, the Bell Twins have a match against the Funkadactyl." She's like, "Oh wait." <laughs> Bree doesn't work here anymore. Oh, I guess you just have to go in in the handicap match. Uh, and Nikki did sell this well. She was like, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, yeah. She just looked at her like, oh. Yeah. Uh, and this served two purposes. I mean, it served that, where it looks like they're going to maybe kind of do this. I'm worried we're going to see a, an authority versus Bella and Cena no. storyline start to break oh, out a little bit here. This is what I think we're going to see. I'm yeah. forecasting in my crystal ball uh-huh. uh, Stephanie versus Bree at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. No, I do think we're going to get there. Um, but I also think they're setting up seeds for because they're kind of fucking with Cena. Mm. They're kind of fucking with Nikki Bella. I'm yeah. a little worried we're going to get some of that. You're going to have Triple H and Stephanie. You're going to have Cena and Nikki. This is the B team of what should have been with Bree and, Bree yeah. and Daniel Bryan. But Daniel has second surgery. He might be gone for a while. He's gone. He might be gone total. Like I, it, This is what I'll say about Daniel Bryan. If in SummerSlam uh-huh. or a little after, they're like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I won't be shocked if he never wrestles again. Yeah. It, it won't surprise me at all. Um, but the Funkadactyls, they had a little bit more of a fallout. Like, they, uh, the showdown in the ring at the end there, I was like, I was a little interested. I was like, they might fight right here. And I love when tag teams break up when you do an actual tag team that's right. Like, with the Funkadactyls, they're wearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know what I mean? They've always been doing this, and they've had, like, they're an actual tag team. So, like, if the Usos ever break up, it's going to be interesting because you see that breaking apart of a unit. Mm-hmm. Like, what the Rockers did that. Yeah. When it's... Axel back when they break up, you're like, these are two separate guys just as a you threw together. Yeah. It's not a thing. So it looked like, hey, this is a moment here that how we're going to go back. How do you break up the Usos because they're identical? 
I don't know that you ever can. Somebody brought this up on the allwrestling.com we can review, and Dan the Cannon kind of shit on this, and, and rightfully so. This guy said that the Usos are so great that both of them could be world heavyweight champions someday. Uh, and, yeah, Dan was like, um, you're drunk. I mean, he didn't say that yeah. exactly. He was like, no. He's like, look, these guys would not be over if they weren't twins. That's the only thing. He goes, they might have been cut if they weren't twins, if they were just some tag teams, Ooh, you know, two guys. I disagree with that. He goes, look, the thing is their look. You see them. They're a tag team. You know what I mean? Like, the, Yeah, now, granted, if they were just a team that got over like this and still look like a team, he says what makes them over is that they are that tag team unit, if that makes any sense, which I, I understand what they're doing to get over as well. I understand but. his point, but I think what's getting them over is yelling fire and jumping out of the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can Definitely do that with that. any two Right. Um, but the whole thing is, his point is that when you break them up, Neither one of these guys are going to be over to the level that they're at right now. Good, could I doubt it? You could. You who's the one that's married to Naomi? Uh, I don't know that one. Yeah. Okay. You His could, name is John, but I don't know which Uso he is. Right. You could. What I'm saying, you could break them up. I but think he's Jimmy. Right. But you would have to have the other one go away. Yeah, the other one has to go away. That's what I'm saying. It has to be a rockers type situation where one of them. And who knows? Down a couple of years, if one of them gets better and keeps improving, I yeah, think absolutely. That one, I think that one. With the valet of yeah, yeah. Uh, Naomi, of, of Naomi, that guy could, could be, be a world champ. All right, we'll move on. Uh, uh, Cesaro and Kofi. Now they ended this match on the app. Stupid on the second screen experience. Yeah, you know why? Because huh. they don't give a shit about USA Network. <laughs> yeah, oh, you want to give us a bad deal? We're uh, ending matches on our shit now. But what happened after this was uh, Cesaro beat the holy fuck out of Kofi. Good. Beat the shit out of. Him. He's gone. Uh, now Cesaro suffered a eye injury. During this, scratched his his eye. Well, didn't scratch the cornea. Scratched the the clear part. I saw a picture of what he's gonna look like on SmackDown, and he had an eye patch. <sighs> Doing <laughs> the Naomi, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, he looked like a pirate. <laughs> like a pirate. Yeah. That'd be funny if he did. I'm Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll move on. We get the No Chance in Hell music, and everybody's flipping out because it's Connecticut. And we're thinking, hey, the boss is here. I said, oh shit, and out comes. Damien Sandow. Now, I know a lot of people are shitting on the Sandow thing, but he pulled this off great. The walk was perfect, and some of the things he said were great. I loved this one. This might have been my favorite that he's done. This is my favorite that he's done? Yeah. And a year ago, he was the Money in the Bank champ, yeah. hey. and he was your favorite guy. Yeah. Now He's still one of my favorite guys. Now he's Chavo. He's still one of my favorite guys. I definitely think there's something for him in the future. What? I don't know. He's, don't know. he's Drew McIntyre. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hugh McIntyre was an afterthought in a group of three afterthoughts. He's still getting the spotlight to come out here and do something every show. Give him time. Every show. Eventually run out of ideas. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I like this, man. But And then Steffi comes on and she's like, hey, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Goes off and says, fine. All night they've been teasing the return of a world heavyweight champion and a star in cross-platform media. Mm-hmm. This scared me when Kali's music hit because he's a former world heavyweight champion. And in India, he's a big deal. He's on TV. He's mm. on the Big Brother over there and whatever else they do over there. And Killed two people. And killed two people. Now he's a cop, I guess, or he's a fireman or something. I forget what he is over there. He did something like that now. Yeah, Kali. Anyway, he comes out and just does his muscle. Retard strength hand down to, to McMandow. And uh, that was that. <laughs> McMandow. I love that, right? That is That's what, Yeah. So we'll move on. We got uh, Fandango versus Dolph Ziggler now. Right before this, and I think this was on the app, uh, Layla comes in. She's doing an interview, and Summer Rae comes in, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, look, I just 
this is done mm-hmm. right you win i just don't want to do this anymore it's you know you have them it's fine and Lila's just like yeah bitch well fuck all right yeah fine you, yeah you know, know what I mean? yeah you know better yeah and i love tom phillips is good for this that everybody shits on him it's the old michael cole uh bit of being the interviewer backstage where everybody just shits on the on the person doing the interviews, which they can't necessarily do with Renee Young now, even though as good as Renee Young is. Mm. Uh, Paul Heyman's good at having that beef with her, but yeah. you can't do the everybody just makes fun of this guy. Like So that happens, and like Summer Rae walks off, and Layla's still sitting there kind of steaming. Tom Phillips is like looking at her, like waiting for a response. She looks, she's like, what are you looking at? You know what I mean? Like right. just little things like that. I'm telling you, the second screen experience, I like it because I am watching the show live. It only works if you're watching the show live, obviously. And uh, I'm sitting here, so I'm not like getting up and – making myself something to eat or fast-forwarding or whatever through the show. So I have the app going here also because I don't really pay attention to it when the show's on. I'm not looking at the polls. and the, Although there are times where I will answer the polls and the things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a video comes on in each break pretty much. Yeah. And there's there's some great promos on there. Or they'll do like a – they showed the damn Edge cashing in on, on Cena. Mm-hmm. They let us vote on that. They said, uh, which cashing do you want to see, Edge on Cena or Sandow? On Cena. Now, I voted Sandow on Cena, but I could see quickly that one going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they showed the edge catching. So you got to watch that during a commercial break. That's cool. Who doesn't want to fucking do that? Here's the reason why I don't do that. Yeah. It's because I uh, I don't like the product right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, I like to read Twitter mm-hmm. during my raw experience. Well, see, I have my tablet up over here. Now I've got my phone. I am not that technologically advanced. I can't do three different things. I can't have a TV, a phone, and a tablet. That's overload of wrestling. You'll get my Google Glass. Right, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I just have to have TV and my phone, and my phone is for Twitter, and my phone for Twitter is for Heavyset, Josh, Katie, uh, Shamburger, Kata, uh, WWE Creative. I just follow those timelines. You didn't mention me. Yeah, because you're not on it. You're on the fucking second screen. I've got my phone here. But you don't tweet during it. Because I'm working. Yeah. So I don't follow you because you're working. You got four things (laughs) now. I'm done. Yeah, good. (laughs) All right. So now it's my show, and we're going to shit on Cena. (laughs) That's all the show's going to be. Fuck you, Cena. He's gone. I'm here. Cena can suck a dick. Dick ass hole. You're not talking about our janitor, are you? Him too. <laughs> Fuck him. Mop, where you at? All right, let's move I'll on. Follow here. Mop too. We did get Fandango versus Dolph, and uh, Summer Rae comes out in the middle of this and just starts making out with Dolph. And if that, here's my dream, and I know it won't happen because fuck, they hate me. Uh, it, I think I'm beginning to think that they listen to the show and they just do whatever T Mac. They're like, hey, T Mac doesn't like this. Let's do it. Yeah. What would be cool is to elevate these guys. T-Mac hates Hornswoggle. We'll see. <laughs> no yeah. shit, yeah. right? Yeah. But what to, what would be great to elevate these guys and with Wade Barrett hurt mm-hmm. for two months, uh, have either Ziggler or Fandango win the IC belt and then have the women's storyline, but then they're wrestling for the belt. So they're elevated by being a champion, but they're the love triangle uh, or love square yeah. uh, of this four, that would be perfect yeah. for me. Yeah, I no. like that idea. I hope Ziggler stays in this. That's what I'm saying. I hope it's not next week Fandango versus Kofi and Summer Rae starts making out with Kofi. He did have, again, on the second screen experience, afterwards they're interviewing him and he was like, uh, he's talking about the uh, Intercontinental Championship Battle Royal coming up because Barrett's gone. That's how they're going to determine. And that's going to be at uh, Payback. And, Battleground. Uh, at Battleground, right. Battleground. Um, I see I get all these B names mixed up. Uh, well, payback is a P. Yeah, well, but I mean, just, no, the <laughs> B pay per view names. Oh, okay. I get yeah, you. I sorry. Was like, 
yeah. No, that did. I see what you're saying. No, I mean the B pay-per-view news. Right. Um, so he's back there, and then he's talking about that, and he's like, and then I'll be, I, I can't remember exactly how the word is. He's like, but then I'll, and then I'll win that, and I'll be the greatest Intercontinental Champion ever. And he goes, I bet we'll tap that when we see it. He goes, speaking of that, where's Summer? And like walks off, and I was like, very, I see what you did there. Very sneaky. He's best. We got to move the song because this has been going on about an hour now, this segment. This segment? <laughs> yeah. Good God. Axel Back took on Dusty's Dusts again, rematch. And I really didn't give a shit. Dusty's Dusts won. Uh, then we had Paige come out. And she's talking about, see, you guys didn't believe in me, but I think I've proven that I'm worthy of this title. And we get Light It Up. I love this. AJ Lee. God, she looked good. She looked tan from a wedding. I, I liked it, but I didn't get the. Here's the title right back. You well, gave it away the day you left. The day you come back, here it is. Well, what did I say? What? When, when she won, what did I text you? I don't remember. That AJ John Cena. Yeah, AJ John Cena page, yeah. <laughs> um, I just thought, why wouldn't you build up to this? Now, maybe they're going to build up to a rubber match. Well, because that's what I thought initially is, hey, she had her sneak attack win, mm-hmm, yeah. and then the other one had their sneak attack it win. It looks like Paige is turning heel, by the way. And she sold it well because it was like, I'm not going to make the same mistake you made. And then she's like, well, let's ask the crowd. And she's like, look reluctant, but she's like, fine. And then the crowd's chanting for AJ, and Paige is looking around like, what the fuck, man? Like, mm-hmm. you guys have been behind me. Like, she literally looked like, what's going on here? Like, mm-hmm. she was pissed. And then she started getting vicious. She started banging her face in. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get a nice heel promo out of Paige. Unfortunately, I can't comment on this because after uh, AJ literally walked into the ring, in my area, we had a tornado mm. warning, and my service was cut out yeah. because of a take shelter. So yeah. couldn't see it. Uh, and AJ, a lot of people commented on this. Looked like she fell asleep in a tanning bed. Uh. I thought she looked great. <laughs> she so looked, anyway, mm. so AJ leaves back, and she's the Divas champion again. Good. So we'll see. Uh, and then we had the Reigns and Cena versus Kane and Randy Orton. This doesn't make much sense. The authority's like Cena, you're gonna be, you're gonna defend your title in a in a fatal four way. It's going to be against Randy Orton and Kane and Roman Reigns. We didn't like Roman Reigns getting a shot at the title to begin with or, you know what I mean, being in the main event spot, but suddenly you're going to team him up and let him help. I mean, like, well, they didn't team him up, but suddenly you're going to give him a chance at the title? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't it just be a triple threat, Randy Orton Kane? Now I get because people are wanting to see Roman Reigns and they're asking for it, but, like, so they're going to put him in the main spot to try to sell some tickets, but... That just seems odd for the storyline. You yeah. hated Roman Reigns. You didn't yeah. want him anywhere near the title. Yeah, why not put... So now uh, we're going to give him a title shot? Why not put ADR? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. Talk about hate. That would have fucking sprung some hate. Yeah. And at the end of this, uh, Cena and Reigns went via DQ, and they tell Kane to finish him, and they he tombstone Cena, and the doctors are there looking him over. Triple H is like, everybody get the fuck out of the way. Get out of here. Here comes Rollins with the money in the bank, and we're thinking, Yeah! Yeah! Did you think that? No, because we knew exactly what was going to happen because he said it earlier. Yeah. Telegraphed it. That's where I was like. But I think I like this. Deep. I want this drug out over a couple months. I, I want, want him cashing in and Ambrose coming in fucking it up. Yeah. It reminded me, didn't Sandow and Cody Rhodes do this a little bit? Yes. Cody Rhodes kept trying to fuck over. Right. Which was a great program, mm-hmm. Rhodes and Sandow. But hey. R- Rhodes sells out to every story line they give him. Yeah. He just has oh, a yeah. lisp and kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, that's his. So, all in all, I mean, we're left in a spot where a lot of people don't want us to be with Cena as the champ. But, again, I think there's still a lot of storylines happening. There's still a lot of angles. And they are interweaving a lot of these storylines, which you like. I love that. Yeah. I uh, Honestly, if you would have replaced Cena with someone else, Cesaro, yeah. I love the Seth Rollins is chasing Cena, mm-hmm. Ambrose is chasing Rollins, 
Ambrose don't give a shit Reigns about. Reigns is chasing the title, just yeah, period. So he's but in then the mix. Ambrose don't give a shit about who the champ yeah, is. Just wants Rollins. And yeah, so I could fight that guy because yep. fuck him. Kane's there. Yeah. Randy Orton's mixed in. Right. I mean, it's all, yeah. I like that. It's all a little bit. But hey, listen, we're going to take a break because this has been going on for a while. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some TNA. Love it. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, TNA when we return to the Spanish Announce Table. Quickly. We're going to talk about it quickly. Yeah, quickly, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And in 1945, a chicken lived without a head for 18 months. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Are you depressed, lonely, feeling like the world is taking a greasy shit on your face? Well, you're right. Your life sucks. But I'm about to tell you how you can turn all of that around. You can instantly feel better about your life simply by reading Ugly As Hell, an autobiography by Lester Greystone. In Ugly As Hell, not only does Lester Greystone educate you on topics such as hyphenated names, house liquors, the end of the world, how to properly name a band, how chin remotes work, pre-destroyed pants, what it's like to be an actor, binge drinking, quitting your job, and single wide trailers. He also discusses intimate details about his life and childhood that will leave you with no possible way to ever feel bad about your life again. I mean, once you hear how Lester Greystone has lived, you'll feel like a member of the royal family by comparison. So go to Amazon.com and search for Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone and let Lester help you get out of the dumps so he can have more room in there for himself. That's Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone on Amazon.com. Awesome! Yeah, so we forgot to talk about uh, The Miz came back and so did Chris Jericho. We just skipped all over that in a raw talk. Yeah, this is what I think is going to happen. I think this will propel the frustrated Miz character where you should respect me. Okay, go away. And they, then, they always kept talking about Ric Flair. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen. I mean, I don't think. I mean, maybe, but I don't think it'll happen. And then we're going to get Bray Wyatt uh, beats Y2 job. Yeah. All right. Well, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about. Well, we are, but not in this segment. Right, yeah, yeah. We're talking about TNA. TNA happened. TNA happened. Let's, Let's get going. Get this Let's is where this is where the show always loses its luster. Let's get it fucking going. Uh, Gail there Kim and go. Terrence Terrell defeated the beautiful people. God damn, they are beautiful. Not the beautiful people. The, the Gail Kim and Terrence Terrell. And I got your. We'll get in that. The tweet tables about tattoos. Still don't like them. I mean, hey, I get it. you like them. Yeah. Guess what? I don't. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I, I like them in certain times and subtle ways, but not these ones. All right, uh, MLK comes out and uh, their EY comes. They're celebrating Bobby Lashley. They bring him out. He's got the title. He's looking good. He's got a beautiful woman with him, and uh, they're about to do their championship celebration. And EY comes out to ruin it, and he says, "I'm not trying to fight City Hall. I'm just going to bring it down." Starting with that big oaf wearing the title or whatever he said there, and uh, MVP talks about how they could just kick his ass basically, and out comes Bobby Roode to save him. Which okay, fine. And Bobby Roode talks about how they've been up and down. They signed their teenage careers on the same day. And, you know, they've had their ups and downs. But, you know, whatever's, you know, whatever. I'm going to fight for you. Uh, MVP says, all right, I'll come in there and talk to you man to man. If you'll just calm down a little bit. You know what I mean? And uh, reminds him, I'm still your boss or whatever. Or that, you know, Roode's not even working there anymore. He fires him. I can't remember what it was. But out comes uh, some guy. Some schmuck in a suit. Says he's there to represent teenage board of directors. And uh, as of this moment... 
He's no longer the director of wrestling operations. Ha ha! Ha ha! So now, and Bobby Roode gets on, he's like, so wait a minute, wait a minute. What you're telling me is that he's not my boss, and he can't in any way fire me or prevent me from working here. And they're like, that's right, right? And the guy's like, right? And he's like, all right! And he fucking proceeds to go on and fight MVP. So, uh, and they say they're going to announce a new board of directors later. Oh, uh, who could it be? Uh, could it be Dixie? Could it be Dixie? I don't know. So we go to the back and we got Nux talking on the phone saying, no, no, I understand we owe you this money. We'll get it. I'll get it to you. Continuing that storyline. Tells Crazy Steve, hey, man, we need some money. And in this business, when you want money, you got to be a champion. You were close to winning that X Division title. You need to go out and do it. Uh, so Crazy Steve's going to go do it. Have they ever in, ever in wrestling history told you how much more money you make as a champion? No. Well, let's, no. let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah, why? I get maybe endorsements and money tell and shirt merch. I don't know. Yeah, tell but, me so DJ Z comes in. He's like, what the hell? You? You? He's like, you? And he's like, no, nah, I should get the title because I speak his language. And he's like, you speak Japanese? All of a sudden, he's like, no, nah, I speak strong style, bro. You know what I mean? Doing that thing again, which is funny. Funny. Um, but then Manic comes in. He's like, what? So you get a shot because you're no one's favorite wrestler? Uh, which was a funny line. you know. And he's like, they're going back and forth, whatever. And DJ Z leaves. And uh, Manic puts his mask on. And he stares Crazy Steve down. And he tells him, you got something on your face. And then walks out, which was kind of funny, too. But we'll move on. Uh, Spud and Dixie Carter in the back, and Dixie Carter's all right. Spud had a great my... suit on. He does, always does. He's doing his her hair in the back, mm-hmm. which is great. And uh, she's like, "I need somebody out there." You know, I couldn't think of who else I'd want by my side. And he's like, "Me?" And she's like, "No." And and it was uh, Ethan she was looking for and everything. She's like, "Now go give me some wine or something." I can't remember, but she put Spud down. He got his hopes all up, which is continuing. I feel great. like Dixie, Spud, and EC three. They're going to be something that five years from now we're going to look back and go, man, they were good. Yeah, they were. They're good. And Ethan Carter and him are good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's a great little trio, and I like mm. it. Uh, well, so what happens is those manic crazy Stephen DJC they're out in the ring, and Sonata comes out. and He's like, "You want Tyro match? <laughs> you want Tyro match? Sure. You want Tyro match? Mm-hmm. You all get Tyro match. Mm-hmm. They all get Tyro matches." So. If the Japanese are listening, that was uh, Captain Awesome making fun of you That's there. what it sounded like. So that happens, and Sonata wins. Sonata! So, yep, that happened. Let's keep going. Making the X Division title meaningless. Um, Dixie Carter comes out, and she's about to, uh, she's talking it up, like, hey, I'm about to get my title or my company back again. I want my company. The schmuck in a suit comes back out, and he's like, hey, not you, bitch. And she's like, what the fuck? And she's like, he's like, no, we're going to have somebody else. And she's like, over my dead body, and then cue Bully Ray. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bitch, I see you. And he almost gets her through a table. He's, oh. he's got her up. But this was a good one that Ethan Carter comes in, distracts him for a second, and Spud tips the table over. Ha. Very smart. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. So they saved her. They saved her for now. Why wouldn't you still just try to powerbomb her? Yeah, at least power bomber. Yeah, yeah. like, bitch, I'll still get you through the yeah, fucking I think table. Yeah, I think Ethan Carter stopped it. Right, okay. So then we got, again, James Storm versus Ken Anderson. Again, I, I don't want to. Yeah, Storm one. Ah, in, in the ah, no, 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 no. <laughs> so the first move, you, no, they, they tie stop up. it. Hey, <laughs> side thought. Yeah. Um. So this was taped. Yes. While back. Yeah. This is where I've always been confused when you tape a million shows at one night. Exaggeration. Uh, but when you go to a different town, like they did those New York shows. Yeah. Did they explain like, hey guys, two months ago. Uh, we named yeah whoever yeah. this is yeah new person. So tonight, new person is yeah yeah he's this gonna be guy the, yeah. Or do they just go like 
Fuck it. They, they should know. Yeah, they should know. Yeah, they should figure it out. It's taping. I've always wondered that. Yeah, because there's major storyline changes. Yeah. Because if we didn't, obviously we hadn't seen the show yet. Yeah. And if I don't follow the spoilers, and you taped it ahead, now you're coming to a new tapings, because they're taping in New York right. as the stuff's airing. Why is Kurt Angle the director of operations? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why, so. why, yeah why is Kurt? Hey. Do they come out to the, hey, B-Double, hit us up. How do they, because he went to some that are were pre-taped. Yeah. Let us know how they went about that. Did they explain some things to you firsthand? Did they come out and say, hey, we're shooting the story. Like, is, it, yeah. is the curtain drawn back or what? Anyway. Yeah. That's what I've always wondered. Yeah. When they shoot a million of those and then go to a new town and keep going with TV, like, hey, wait a minute. Why are... Why is Velvet Sky uh, bad now? I thought she was yeah, good last yeah. time I saw her. You know? So here we got your bad favorite example. segment of the show. Yes. Gunner and Sam Shaw. He tells him they're going to let they're gonna release you under my care. Okay. Are you okay with that? And he's Dr. like, Stevie. can I trust you? No. And he was like, yeah, but of course I'm, I'm Gunner. Yeah, my you name know? is I mean, he didn't say Gunner. That. He's like, I'm fucking Gunner. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I got a beard. So we'll see how that goes. And so if I have a beard, I'm over. You're right. Tommy Dreamer beat the shit out of, uh, uh, did he beat EC3 or Spud? I think he beat up, I can't remember. Beat the shit out of somebody in the back. Yep. ECW style. Then we got a monstrous ball match between Magnus and Bram and Willow and Abyss. How old is Tommy Dreamer? He's old. But he looks like he's 30. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't age much. Yeah. God, that's amazing. Um, Him and Stevie Richards. So God the buildup for this monstrous ball match that we were having uh-huh. uh, wasn't too bad. So Magnus and Bram, they're talking in the back and they were like, they were like, oh, okay, monsters ball, we get it. Hey, look, yeah, we know we haven't been in any monsters ball matches, but chairs nails he's like this is shit we did back as kids we're not afraid to fight you know what i mean he's like well you know and it's sold pretty well they're like so we haven't done it in a ring we've beat the shit out of plenty of people with weapons like you know what i mean like we're not scared mm-hmm. uh and willow and abyss were in the back and well excuse me i gotta do this right willow. and abyss were in the back and willow. actually when he's paired with abyss it kind of fits his crazy willow. gimmick like that's a tag team i would buy they're crazy fucks I don't Aye. buy the I don't buy the it's Jeff Hardy's alter ego and, and all that shit. If this was just another character that wasn't that I knew was Jeff Hardy and you know what I mean, it wouldn't seem as bad, I don't think. You know what? I one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. If it was Abyss saying I need someone as demented. Yes. As crazy. Right. As diabolical. Yeah. As me. So here is Willow to get the world titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You so, fucking fucks. But Go it was ahead. great. We had a monster's ball match, and it was great. And, uh, I mean, uh, Magnus went into some tacks, mm-hmm. which was good. And uh, uh, as I was reading the recap here to, to remind myself of what happened, uh, uh, they hit Abyss in the monster's balls with uh, Janus. <laughs> That's what they said. In the monster's balls. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, I'm tired. And so Magnus and Bram win. Good for them, because yes. that'll lead to nothing. Yeah. And Way then, to fucking go. And then we got the reveal of the new director of wrestling operations. And who was it? The American hero, the 12-time world champion, Kurt Angle. Um, he wasn't good as a commissioner on no. SmackDown. No. And uh, he basically tells MVP to fuck off and that uh, on the he'll fire them all if they beat him up. And, uh, and he reinstated Bobby Roode. And I got dip. And I have a lot of dip when I'm not wrestling. <laughs> Every picture of me when I'm not wrestling is dip. Dip. And I'm I got a lot of fucking testosterone. That obviously makes me a good. I wrestle in the Olympics with a broken freaking neck. Yeah, so that obviously means that I'm fit for this job. <laughs> Cheer. So that was TNA in a nutshell. We did this quick because we went an hour on WWE, and it's TNA. I mean, let's be honest. It was a throwaway. I show. didn't like it. it. Was it was decent. Gale, but Kim, apparently, from what everybody's saying, Terrell. From what everybody's saying, these NYC tapings went great. Can I see just Taryn Terrell and Brooke Tessmacher? 
all I want to see. In my just life. see them. Yep. Just have them. Literally, I would watch thirty minutes of them walking from the stage to the ring, back and forth. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We're gonna come up after the break, and I don't think we've mentioned this throughout the show. How could we be so stupid? We've got an interview. You goddamn right, we got an interview, and it was fucking good. You know, we taped this shit before we do the show. It was fucking great. I can't believe we didn't mention. Oh this my yet. god, we didn't mention because you motherfuckers should be listening the whole goddamn you know, we got time. The John Cena, you got the John Cena, Jason bullshit. Rivera coming up. Blame Cena, new columnist on Spanish Now. New contributor, new columnist. Been writing wrestling for twenty years, and this motherfucker twenty knows fucking his years. Shit, you know, I don't know a goddamn thing. Funny don't listen dude. to what the fuck I'm saying. Listen to this guy. He's fucking awesome. Good insight. Good fucking show. God, I'm ready. That's I'm, coming up. I'm fucking ready. For uh, after the break. Jason Rivera. I'm ready. On the second hour-ish, which will probably be three hours into the show, <laughs> on Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and... King Tut was buried while he had a boner. <laughs> TrannyTopicsNetwork.com. Baseball fans, this is a heavy hitter, here to invite you to check out the Fielder's Choice Podcast. It's the podcast for all baseball fans to get all the latest news, rumors, and injuries, no matter where you live. You can find the Fielder's Choice Podcast at heavyhitternetwork.com. That's heavyhitternetwork.com. So now that you know, help the podcast grow and tell all your friends about it. You can find the show in iTunes by searching Heavy Hitter Network. Or for Android users, go get it on Podcast Addict or many other podcast apps. It's the Fielder's Choice Podcast, where we step in the chatterbox and swing for the fences. Find it today at heavyhitternetwork.com. Welcome to the second hour-ish of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com Yeah! God damn, I love this song, T-Mac. You're welcome. It's a good choice. Aw, uh, a wrestler used to say that. Not anymore. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, uh, now yeah. he's a joke. No, that was too good. Now he's Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Charlie Haas. Yeah, he's Charlie Haas. 2.0. Yeah. Charlie Haas V2. So, it's Let's time get to, into it. This time to do uh, the exciting interview we've been talking about with our new uh, our new feature, uh, what do we call him, feature author, author on, the, columnist? on the website. Yes, columnist. columnist. Contributor. Good. Yes. Jason Rivera. Uh, Jason, you on the line with us? Yeah, I'm here. Awesome. I, I'm great. So, we've started featuring your... Uh, articles on our website thanks by the way for doing that and uh so we wanted to have you on so uh maybe people that uh aren't familiar with you and and what you do can maybe get a a better grasp on that so uh this all came about we met each other through a different community a different wrestling podcast which i know you've had some falling out so maybe we won't cover that too much but so tell some people uh uh your uh your wrestling fandom how did this uh how did this come about well basically i've been since i first got a computer you know i've i've been watching wrestling 
since I was about 11 years old. I'm about 33 now, so about, what, 22 years? Yeah. And when I first got online, I started my own website, uh, JasonRare.com, and I started doing recaps of Monday Night Raw every week. Uh, and it's something that sort of stuck. I, I kept doing it. Uh, I haven't kept up all the archives because after a while, I, I've always flip-flopped between, oh, hey, they're taking up too much site space, and I really wish I had saved that. But basically, for, for about you know twenty something years on and off, I've been recapping Monday Night Raw, uh, you know, and I just sort of I do screen caps. I I throw in my opinions, my two cents on what's going on on the current state of the WWE. I also do NXT recaps as well uh, because I guess some people don't have or don't want to get the network, or they they just their their wrestling schedule is too full enough as it is with Raw. So yeah, I recap NXT for people who don't have the time to really throw in an extra hour and. Uh, I've been doing it for a long time, and it's, it's a lot of fun because it allows me to sort of express my opinion on the product and come up with weird captions for the pictures in a lot of the cases. Uh, there was a period of time, I believe, I replaced Alexander Rusev with Grimace from McDonald's in every photo. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I get to do things like that, and I have a lot of fun just uh, just working it. Now, so when I think of pro wrestling fans, I kind of put them in two different categories. One, it's the, the guy that watches, or the girl, the girl that watches uh, the program and goes, man, I want to be in there. I want to you know, jump off hell in the cell and, and be that, that guy that everyone looks at. And then there's the other half where it's like, I could come up with a storyline like that. I could easily make you know, some elaborate thing, and then the reveal or the swerve is this. Where would you categorize yourself when you started at 11 years old? Were you the kid that was like, I want to be a pro wrestler, or were you more of the, man, I love the storylines, and I'm into that part of pro wrestling? I was more of the type that wanted to get in the ring when I was a kid in the beginning, uh, there wasn't this whole don't try this at home campaign, uh, yeah. which if there had been all the way dating back to the 70s, we wouldn't have a McFoley, by the way. Right, but uh, right. we used to have the park over there in, in New York City in Skyview, where I used to live. And we used to play at wrestling and we'd be hitting, you know, perfect flexes on each other and locking each other and sharpshooters all the time. And uh, I believe I sent one of my cousins gross by uh, hitting a razor's edge on him once. So <laughs> I think I was more along that line. Right. So, going along those lines, did you know immediately that this was entertainment, or were you the, you don't believe me? This is totally real. Ric Flair's figure four, I could do that to you right now. I mean, where were you at when you started? No, I knew it was entertainment. I knew it was it was all, you know, show part of the fun, but I did definitely, and, and I still do enjoy that, that aspect of it. I, you know, I find myself getting a good laugh. I've sort of, I guess, drifted off to this weird in-between fan where I'm more treated like uh, like Mystery Science Theater 3000, where I just throw ridiculous comments at everything. But, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I think obviously now they, uh, they've they taken away that whole, you know, back then they used to try to tell you, oh, yeah, it's real, this is really going on. And mm-hmm. now they've sort of gone into, no, this is this is just an act. Uh, so I'm like, oh wait, you mean you mean Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter aren't actually racist? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so it, the way you put that, the Mystery Science Theater 3000 aspect of what you do is is almost perfect way to put that. I, I haven't come across a great way to encapsulate to tell people what your recaps are like, but I think that's a very good way. So how do you are are you writing these as you're watching, or do you kind of take notes and then kind of write it back later, or because it seems like you're you're very creative now. I mean, knowing you for as long as I have, I can tell like you always just seem to. You're just gifted with this uh, way of twisting things into a very sarcastic, humorous way. But I mean, does is there some things that you plan out knowing ahead of time? Okay, this guy, I'm going to say this about him, or is this just all just straight off the cuff as you're watching? Like, how does this no, process work for you? It's pretty much 
straight off the cuff, usually when I do a recap, I'm watching the show as I'm recapping. I don't usually watch it first and then go back and recap. Uh, it's usually as it happens. Now, I do admit with something like an NXT or a SmackDown that's taped, uh, I'll pause and I sort of get my bearings a little mm-hmm. bit in, in right. those type of scenarios. With Raw, you sort of don't really have that option, so I'm just I'm going at a mile a minute, you know, my mind, and then I'm viewing it, and then, you know, I just sort of just post it right afterwards. Well, you're so good with your writing style. I've been really impressed with, so far, the, the limited amount of uh, things I've been able to read, but going along with that, have you always had that knack for writing? I mean... Uh, you know, you st- you said you started this at 11 years old, or, or as as far as you know, recapping things like that. Um, is writing something that you do, you know, as as your real job? Uh, no, I do. I work in advertising um, outside of my internet projects, but I've been writing since '97, since, since when I first got a computer. Then uh, initially, I got my break with uh, PlayStation Interactive, which we weren't making any money. The internet was pretty much relatively new at the time. Nobody had it in, on their cell phones or anything like that. Hell, most people had pages around that time. Right. Um, Steve Jeffrey, who also does an MMA show, The Hammer, uh, in Canada, he, he uh, offered me a spot to write video game reviews. And it was sort of the same thing. I, I was very blunt, very honest about my uh, PlayStation reviews. I don't think we got a lot of free stuff from the uh, companies <laughs> because of the fact that if, if the game sucked ass, I, I trashed it. Uh, and, and that's the type of site we ran. We, we ran stuff like uh, uh, Klonoa and, and WCW Nitro and just sort of ran it into the ground and made jokes about it. Uh, they wanted us to give Nagano Winter Olympics a good review, and when we told people it was a steaming pile of shit, they said, well, then we're not sending you free Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, well, I'm not going to lie for you, Konami. You know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was just something I've always sort of done, and I've had, I guess, a knack that... When I write, I tend to be very brutally honest. It's very hard mm-hmm. for me to filter myself or censor myself as a person, uh, both when I write and outside of, of writing, just, just being myself. Uh, I've never been a person to hold back or, or you know, sugarcoat anything, and, uh, and I, I do believe it translates into everything that I write as well. So it kind of, from my point of view, it kind of seems like you're more of the, the the rebel wrestling fan. You know, when you first got into uh, pro wrestling, what were some of those guys that kind of uh, you looked at and you go, "Wow, this is this is keeping my attention." Well, you know, it was funny because when uh, even dating back to when I was a kid, you know, for the first like maybe uh, I'd say three four months, now it was all about yeah Hogan Warrior, like any any normal kid, but. I really got into the bad guys right away. Suddenly I was more about uh, Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, uh, Ric Flair. Uh, if you were a bad guy, I enjoyed you more. Sid Justice, when he uh, sort of, Psycho Sid, when he was just Sid Justice, and he sort of turned on Hogan was interesting. Papa Shango. I started really liking these bad guys. Repo Man. Uh, you know, because these characters are so over the top, and you were supposed to hate them. But I enjoyed them. Even The Undertaker, when he was a bad guy, he sort of had more of a chilling mystique to me than, than when he was a baby face. Uh, so I, I always sort of, uh, I found myself rooting for, for the bad guy more often than not. When did uh, your kind of turn from fan to, okay, now now you understand kind of storylines, things like that, how long did it take you to go from fan, I'm just enjoying this match, to now, okay, obviously the next point is this guy runs in and interrupts the match, that kind of stuff? I think when I was about 16 years old is around the time that changed. I started watching it more with, okay, I know what's going to happen next and predicting what's going to happen next. And um, I think one of my favorite moments, uh, I think, was when I was uh, 17 years old. I was watching NWO sold out uh, the WWE pay-per-view. And me and my friend Brandon, at the time, we were uh, pirating 
this is before illegal stream, so you had to have one of those black cable boxes if you wanted to pirate your uh, mm-hmm. your pay per views, and you were sort of always paranoid the feds would come into your house <laughs> and, and kick your ass at any second. Me and my friend Brandon uh, were sitting there, we're chilling, and um, it was uh, Scott Hall versus Larry Zbysko, and uh, you had Louis Piccoli out there, and uh, and I forget who else, but basically. Uh, what happened is you had Scott Hall and then the Zabisco thing, and Dusty Rhodes gets involved to sort of neutralize it. And I look at Brent and I'm like, dude, wouldn't it be hilarious if Dusty turned on, on, on Zabisco and joined the NWO right now? And he's like, no, don't even speak it into existence. That's not going to happen. There's no way. They wouldn't be that ridiculous. Then as soon as Dusty unbuttoned the first button of his shirt, I saw a black shirt. I'm like, dude, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> we just found ourselves laughing while Zabisco was getting his ass kicked by Dusty Rhodes, Scott Hall, and Louis and uh you know at that point it was just it became fun to predict it and i was making snide jokes even then even though i wasn't really uh doing a whole lot of recapping uh at that point it was very early uh into my things i remember uh tony Schiavone right afterwards is heartbroken he says dusty Rhodes, my my children our children play together i'm thinking he lets his kids play with gold dust what a (laughs) sick fuck Schiavone is man <laughs> you know, obviously he meant his kids are playing with Cody, but at, right. the, at the top I'm thinking, man, he lets his kids play with Goldust. That's fucked up. So for as long as I've known you, Riv, you've had a uh, an internet presence, as we've kind of been alluding to here. So now, uh, when I knew you, it was JasonRivera.com, and I think it still links over to your website now, which is ListenToThisShow.com. Am I right? Mm-hmm. So now. One thing that I always used to love about uh, that website, and I don't know if you still have this policy, you used to say, send me anything, media form, and I will review it yeah, on there. And it was like that. sight unseen, not, right? Pretty much stated as much anymore, but that's because of the fact that uh, I'm on a new hosting service, so a lot of the more adult-related stuff, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more hesitant, or I'll post like uh, uh, something on like we have a forum, and I'll post it on the forum rather than the main site because of the fact that you know they have a strict sort of you know anti-adult right. material, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's still pretty much there, and I've reviewed some awful stuff, like all of China's uh, oh. pornographic videos, at least the first trilogy of them. <laughs> that was what got me, because I, I remember seeing, it was like one night in China. Yo, no, so seriously, Riff's thing was, you send me something, I'll review it, and people would send him <laughs> oh these things, God. and I saw one night in China, and I was like, oh, this has got to be terrible. <laughs> and did, isn't that, is that the one that you made somebody else do for you? Yeah, I, yeah. actually what happened is my, my friend Curtis, and oh, he's God. still my friend. This, you know, true friendship is when somebody is still your friend after you've made him sit through three China videos. <laughs> uh, I've made him sit through all three of them, and one of the ways that I, I did that review is that I would uh, take photos of his reaction oh, yeah. during what was going on. So he would make these faces like, like he'd be sad, he'd be shocked. He'd, he'd, he made a face like he went absolutely retarded at one point, uh, which I believe is prolonged exposure to China's uh, clit dick. Uh, you know, and, and, sort of, you know and, and then by the third one, it, it's hilarious because I set him up. We had had a few beers. We were hanging out. Uh, oh there wasn't an actual third hangover movie at the time, and I, I lied to him and told him, hey, uh, I got a movie for you. I got, I, I got a, a screener copy of The Hangover 3. It's not even out yet. <laughs> I said, yeah, put it in. I said, they call it The Hangover 3 because of all the alcohol you'll have to consume to make it through this movie. And he, he saw China immediately, and, and his first thought is, who keeps fucking her? <laughs> yeah. who keeps, I mean, he just bugs out on camera. He's like, no, who keeps fucking her? I want to know. Oh, my God. That is great. So, so another thing that, that we really enjoyed was I was running, uh, I was talking to T-Mac here, and this was shortly after we met, and I was telling him, uh, we were talking about Booker T. 
Oh my and we God, brought up uh, when Booker T was doing commentary. And that sent me <laughs> off on a tangent. I said, oh, my God, have you heard about the Booker T drinking game? Oh, man, the Booker T drinking <laughs> game. Yes. And so for anybody that uh, we haven't told this on our show, the Booker T would do commentary. And if you go back and find a copy of this, you'll notice it, that he would say the words right now, right here, and right there all the time. It's almost one of his uh, verbal pauses that people have as opposed to, you know what I mean, or um. ums. So, uh, was were you the one that came up with this drinking game, or did you just was it the video that you? I can't remember who came up with it. Maybe it was. No, you, but, I, I came up with it. I mean, I came yeah. up with official rules where right. it was right here, right now, right there. The the shucky ducky. Yes. The, <laughs> call the police. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh my goodness, was like a chug, wasn't it? I mean, there was all kinds of rules. Oh my goodness. Uh, anytime he mentions the Fave Five. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, you posted a video of yourself doing this, and I don't even think you made it through, like, the third match, and you were literally, like, laying on your computer desk, just passed out. I remember how, like, pissed off you were. You're like, God damn it, Parker <laughs> I tried to get through the Survivor Series, and there's irony in the fact that I almost did not survive the Survivor Series as a result of Booker T's commentary. Because, I mean, he would hit, let me tell you something, right here. He, he did that move right there. Yeah. Right now, let me tell you, he'd give him the business right there. And, you know, it's like he, he hits them in rapid succession. Yeah, you so couldn't keep like up. You're not even done with the shot before he yeah. hits another one. And what were you taking shots of? Uh, I was actually taking shots of vodka. Oh, my oh God. Oh, God. That's oh, terrible. I mean, I actually went through an entire bottle of vodka. Oh my god! Who was? Were you by yourself and you filmed this, or were, hopefully you had a friend that was there to assist you through this? I, I, I was by myself. Oh my god! That's dangerous. Don't yeah. do this at home, kids. Yeah, don't do that at home. Yeah, fuck the wrestling. Just don't play that game by <laughs> <Yeah>. yourself. <laughs> so, so nowadays, I'm sure I, I've been thinking that eventually I need to reinvent and do one for uh, for JBL because he's starting to get quite a few uh, mannerisms himself. Mm, what, are, what are you noticing? You know. The Michael thing is obviously driving everyone nuts. Every time he says Michael Cole, and, and now it, it's Maggle, M-A-G-G-L-E. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. The way he's spelling it. Uh, he always loves to talk about twerking. Mm -hmm. uh, anytime where he, he suddenly is kissing Bo Dallas's ass. Yeah. Anytime he wants the bunny executed. I mean, yes. there, there's starting to be so many, like, sort of uh, ones that show up. And uh, But it's, it's all right. I enjoy JBL for that. I think that the fact that he's a maniac uh, actually turns out to be amusing when he does it no i do like uh, jbl too so let's talk about what you're doing now you have this show on uh it's it's listen to this show.com correct mm -hmm. and it's it's just called asked right that's correct okay so uh let's run down exactly what that because it's not uh it's not wrestling based am i right i mean it's it's kind of general topic yeah yeah it, it's basically a, a general market show what we do is uh we cover just about anything going on in current events i mean sometimes we'll cover uh, wrestling subjects like I i'm sure we'll we'll talk about emma this week uh, for example <laughs> yeah. and her, her shoplifting fiasco but uh we'll talk about you know news current events politics uh, entertainment movies music uh you know stupid news stories which florida alone uh, you know i think accounts for 50% of my show because of how many times some florida man does something absolutely retarded and it turns out to be a lot of fun because, again, I sort of I hold nothing back. And uh, we talked about, I guess, the guy, the, the pretty convict was one of the stories, I think, last week. Guy's mugshot is flying around, and all the women are saying how beautiful he is. And oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fucking that stupid. I mean, you know, it's just sort of a fun thing. And uh, we do current events, and basically uh, listeners can ask us anything. We haven't asked our phone page. And unlike most people who just uh, answer the questions on their Twitter rather than do that, we answer the questions on the show. So people can ask us questions for advice. Not that I'm exactly an expert at life advice, but hey, if you, if you want to, you know, if you have a death wish, you could take my advice and <laughs> yeah. see where, where it ends up. 
uh, you know, they can submit current events and, and news stories as well. And then sometimes we get some really whacked out stuff in there. So it's a lot of fun. Myself and uh, Ed Wood, uh, Matthew John, uh, who ran for U.S. Senate in Connecticut uh, a few years back. Really? We, we do it. And it's a lot of fun. And, well, of course, we let callers on. And sometimes our callers are absolutely crazy. We've had some maniacs calling. Yeah, show. I've heard I've heard some. And I don't get the chance to listen as much because I'm usually here working. But, uh, yeah, every time I'm, I'm never – I'm always shocked at just the <laughs> – the zaniness that right. comes from your from your constituency, as it were. So that's on listen to the show dot com, and you do that. Uh, what it's every Wednesday, right? Every, and you do it yeah, live, yeah. Once a night at uh, ten p.m. Eastern. Yeah, and that's live to live to tape, right? You're not. Uh, yeah, we do it. Stri- we do it straight out live, and it, it ends up being pretty uh, pretty out there. And of course, uh, I mean, I put it everywhere else. So it's downloadable on like Stitcher, sure. iTunes, everywhere else where you can generally get podcasts. But yeah, the the first taping, I mean, it's just. I mean, it's not, it's live, and then, right. you know, after that, it's pretty much unfiltered. I don't really change a whole lot unless we have, like, a big practical malfunction in the middle of the show or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's get into our uh, standard segment we do with every guest here. we got Cinco Preguntas, so we're going to ask you a set of five questions that we ask every guest, and uh, feel free to expand or, you know, go go long on it. It's not a rapid-fire thing here, so uh, you ready to do some Cinco Preguntas? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Bring it. Cinco Preguntas. Right, Jason Rivera, listen to this show.com. So, our first question Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Hmm, all time. That's a tough one. Um, because, and, and again, I alluded to the fact that uh, all time, you know, villains became sort of my, my thing. Yeah. Uh, for the longest time, it had been Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. And from mm-hmm. a technical standpoint, if I want to get into it, it is Kurt Henning. He is absolutely one of the best. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or us about it. I don't understand why most of that did not pass on to his son for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think the wrestling is there. He just has no person. I think his personality comes from his grandfather, which Larry the Axe was good, but, man, he was dry, too. Yeah, and, you know, and, and the ugly red hats, which I, I don't get why him and, and Ryback look like a pair of lawn gnomes half the time for some reason. <laughs> I'm not really sure what's going on there. Like dog penises. <laughs> For the most part, it was Kurt Henning, and then something happened during uh, about the middle of the Attitude Era, and the original Shield member himself, the Big Boss Man, came back. Yeah. And despite the fact that Boss Man is not a great technical wrestler, he became the most evil man on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cooking Al Snow's dog, eating yeah. it to him, and you Take- know the Big Show's dad, yeah. he's making fun of it, and he's, he's dragging caskets on a on a car, and and trying to sexually harass his mom after the. <laughs> And it was so poor taste that I actually, I don't know, like the big boss man actually went up there for me. He read this horrible poem to the to the big show uh, afterwards, and it, it actually put him up there as one of my all-time favorites. Nice. That's good. That's a good one. All right, so now uh, transitioning a little bit, your favorite match of all time. And again, we've had multiple, so don't feel like you have to narrow it down, but if you have one, give it to us. Mm, this is this is a tough one. Um, I have to say the one that took the crown for me was uh, was recent uh, as far as, you know, in the past, you know, five, six years. has to be HBK Undertaker. Uh Streak versus career at WrestleMania was, was incredible. I mean, every everything gelled so well, and I dare say that was probably. I mean, people like the Triple H Undertaker series, but it, it didn't hold a candle to Shawn Undertaker. Uh, and I feel like we haven't had a match of that caliber from the Undertaker since at WrestleMania. Punk and Undertaker was kind of average. Rock and Undertaker was a fiasco. 
so I, I really feel that that was the one. I mean, that that really sticks out for me. That was that was a great moment. You know, there were there were points where you honestly thought Sean was going to pull it off. Now, you're, are you talking about the second uh, match or the first match at WrestleMania 25? Um, I'm actually talking about the second one where the career was on the line. Oh, good. That's yeah, a good that's, one, yeah. Because we get the 25 uh, frequently. I liked, I liked 26 as well because I liked oh, yeah. the very end when Sean realized, like, all right, I'm this fucked. It's over, yeah. And he still yeah. did the, yeah, I love that part. Yeah, that was Sean Michaels, you know, we call him Mr. WrestleMania, but the one thing that he has that a lot of people don't have is he has that psychology out of WrestleMania that mm-hmm. it's just is immortalized in the moment. So when you knew that Sean was was done, I mean, it, it conveyed in everything, like mm-hmm. you know, perfectly. You felt it. It was also the same way when when Sean fought Rick, uh, Rick Flair at WrestleMania yes. and his career, and you get him mouth the "I'm sorry" before super kicking him. I mean, that was a great moment. That mm-hmm. was, I mean, brilliant. Yeah, you, you know, brilliant you, psychology in the match and Shawn Michaels. Uh, you know, above and beyond at WrestleMania. I mean, he excels, and I think a lot of the talent today can still learn from that. Yeah, that, that in that match with Ric Flair, I really felt the reluctancy mm-hmm. of that character to end his mentor's yeah, cause career. Because that, that first spot when he, like, tries to do the super kick but stops, it was like, okay. But then, yeah, towards the end, it yeah. was like, fuck, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but he wants me to do it. This old bastard won't stop. Yeah, 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 definitely. So now this next question might be a little difficult for you to answer uh, because yeah. we normally – have wrestlers and and things of that nature on here, but so it's its biggest influence. So now I guess you know you do writing and you do shows and, and you're a wrestling fan. But do you have maybe a biggest influence in what you do in life? You know, initially when um when I started a lot of this stuff when I was younger, it, it was Howard Stern for a lot of a lot of this. Mm-hmm. He was very shocking. He was very he he never pulled punches. Now he does, but but back then, back when I was you know a teenager, the guy. I mean, he would say just about anything. He would offend anyone. He didn't. He didn't give a fuck if it pissed you off. He was. He was gonna say it. He was gonna ask it. He was gonna throw it out there, and he did. And uh, so Howard Stern was a big influence growing up. Uh, you know, now he's a little bit more uh, filtered and neutered. I'm, I'm afraid, but yeah. you know, he, he had an influence on me on my style. Nice. Uh, real quick, maybe I didn't catch this, but what area of the country are you from? Are you from the Northeast? Yeah, originally I'm from New York City. I currently okay. reside in Atlanta. Gotcha. You're currently in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's a that's a night and day difference, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, I gotcha, gotcha. All right, so now this next one, it's another pro wrestling, uh, again, how uh, Captain Awesome kind of said we we interview the pro wrestlers, but obviously we, we can have you answer this as well. But your favorite term in pro wrestling, as far as like baby faces and heels, things like that, what's your favorite term in pro wrestling? Hmm, this is, this is a tough one because uh, huh, if I were to pick a favorite term, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Um, one of one of the terms I like because of the fact of the excitement that it usually comes in is, uh, and it's a recent term, is of course cashing in money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, which, with me and one of my now sort of former friends, I had a falling out with who used to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. We used to also use that term if somebody was getting laid that night. Like, I'm cashing in money in the bank tonight, bro. Nice. <laughs> like, good luck to you. That is awesome. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, he, he'd come in and he's like, well, something happened to Maga did a run-in and I didn't, I didn't get it. <laughs> but, uh, Damn Umaga. Damn Umaga. Yeah. That always fuck. Worst oh, cock blocker in wrestling history, by the way. Umaga. <laughs> cashing in money in the bank, though. I mean. I like that. Oh, I'm going to use I'm, that, I think. You know, it's one of those exciting moments now for me. I mean, it, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. if someone's cashing in the briefcase 
uh, you know, unless you're Damian Sandow. Yeah, you think it's going to happen, yeah. You know, usually it's a big moment. You know, unfortunately, Sandow got flushed down the toilet. Yeah, poor bastard. Yeah, no shit. All right, so our fifth question here, and this is more of a uh, thought experiment here. So uh, bear with us here. We're all going to be, uh, hypothetically, we're all sitting in a creative meeting here. You, me, and, and my co-host, T-Mac, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're going to book you in a big feud that's going to take you over the top at Mania. going to build you into the stars, all right? Uh-huh. Your next big feud with T-Mac. Give me the storyline. Hmm. Next big feud with T-Mac. What would we do? Huh. Yeah. See, this one puts people well, on the spot. Yeah, this, this one puts a lot of thought as far as, like, a creative a creative standpoint. Um, you know, I, I was always much, much edgier uh, in my day. And, you know, when I used to try to, in my head, at least book stuff, I still sort of book stuff to be... Uh, you know, pretty pretty screwed up. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm the guy who came up with the idea that uh, when Daniel Bryan got seriously injured, that since people hated Adam Rose, that you know they they should throw a party right there while while you know Bryan's being stretchered out. <laughs> right. I put Adam Rose. Um, <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been great. You know, but uh, T Mac, if we had to have a feud, well, we got. Know, I think you know. I think one of the things that that's missing these days with these feuds is you know got to get you know. People don't spit venom anymore. I don't know if that's the, the anti-bullying thing, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, if I if I were to book it, I'd want you to really come after me, like you know, just just uh, you know, bash everything about me, you know, start start getting in there, you know, bash, you know, my, my look, the way the way that I, I say things, my mannerisms. I mean, I want you to just you know, basically run me into the ground because I I think that that's one thing they're hesitant to do these days. You know, like I said, I, I was from an era where you had boss man eating people's dogs. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so character I mean, assassination. If you want to eat one of my cats, I, I have I have five of them. So, All right. You know, Good. If <laughs> you want to do that, you can, his do, you can do that. <laughs> you know, they're, they're old, but, you know, hey, you know, if you want to do something <laughs> evil of that nature, and, uh, you know, you could defect to the... If you're going to feed me a cat, you could defect to the People's Republic of China, which, uh, fun story... The People's Republic of China actually stole all my bandwidth on JasonRare.com a few months in a row. Really? Uh, there were some MP3s hosted on the site, uh, which led to me banning the entire People's Republic of China from my <laughs> site. Like, I banned the entire IP range so that any IP from China could not access my website. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, China. China. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe T Mac's mad about that because right. he was on vacation in China. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was trying to listen to your show while I was on vacation in uh, in uh, China, and you asshole, you didn't let me listen. Yeah, you, you know, you could come back, you know, with one of those little like little green suits like they seem to wear. They they look almost like the suits that Kim Jong wears, even though he's a Korean guy. You get one of those triangle you know, hats. And, and sort of renounce America, become an evil communist. And, yeah. You know, talk about, you know, talk about taking all my money and the you know. Like a bad ex-wife, you know, where where like fifty percent of my possessions have to have to be yours now, and I like that. You know, we could have a People's Republic match where that's a stipulation. I like there that. There you go. Very original. Yeah, I like that. Good this shit. Was great. So, all right. So, uh, Jason Rivera, uh, it's listen to this show dot com. Asked every Wednesday at uh, what time was it? It was ten p.m. Eastern. Ten p.m. Eastern. And it's ask dot fm. Is that right? Yeah. If you go to ask dot fm forward slash ask show, you can uh, submit questions, topics. You can just throw up links to news stories that we uh, that we'll talk about on the show, and uh, you know, like I said, we'll talk about just about anything anything that we could get. And then, of course, check out SpanishNowsTable.net, and we'll post the the Riv recaps for mm-hmm. you do Ron and NXT now. Am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah, Ron and NXT. I'll be doing that uh, eventually if I can. Uh, 
If I feel suicidal, I'll eventually do TNA recaps as well. <laughs> calm down. All right? yeah. calm down. We, we like you, all right? Don't fucking kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, knows, who knows if they'll be around long enough for you to do that, <laughs> right. Jason. So so that's great. Check out all those things. And, uh, Rube, we'll let you go because we don't want to take up too much of your time. But check out our site. Check out his site. Of course. Check out everybody's site. Unless you're in the People's Republic of China. Then, then fuck you'll, you. Then you'll have to go through our site <laughs> yeah. to get his recaps. But... All right, we appreciate you coming on, buddy. Thanks, guys. I appreciate being on. Thanks a lot, man. All right, cool. So Jason Rivera. That was fun. That was awesome, man. Yeah, that was really good. And give his blogs or recaps uh, a chance. Yes. Just at least one. Absolutely, absolutely. Because like you said, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Yes. But if you've been listening to us for at least three episodes. You're going to like this You're going to like it. (laughs) There's a reason why. Him and us are kind of on that same same wavelength, you know. It's exactly what I said when I thought I need some writers for the website. Yep. The first guy I thought of was Jason Rivera, and I didn't know at the time, honestly, if he was still writing the wrestling recaps. Right. Just I was, I was so happy to find out he was definitely. Yes. And uh, we mentioned it during the interview, but the Booker T uh, video. <laughs> yes. If you Google that, I think it's it, just Google Jason Rivera Booker T. Yeah, and game. it is so funny. That's how oh I found it. God. Oh, it's great. So do that. Check out his recaps uh, as often. Uh, I think it's twice a week. The Riv recaps for NXT and Raw. Uh, and when we come back, man, what we got? We're gonna do tweet the table. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I saw this. I saw yeah. a couple of you guys uh, uh, mentioning me. Yeah, and uh, I saw it. Maybe because of this guy. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. This was when he was actually a little bit original. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, all right, that'll be when we return to the Spanish announce table. Hey, that's hey. on that's on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and. Fun fact, a group of drafts is called a tower. Huh. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com, bitches! Hey, T-Mac. Yeah? You got a dollar? I don't. Oh, neither do I. You know what would help us out? What's that? If some people gave us some dollars at our PayPal account. That would be nice. A couple people have done that. Yes, they have. But uh, we're broke. <laughs> we and, are. And this show, you know, it's it takes time. It takes time. I got to drive 45 minutes to get here. That's true. So you're spending gas money. I'm, I'm spending, spending some gas, gas money. money. Help us out. Mm-hmm. If you like the show, support us. You go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. There's a PayPal donate button right there on the front page. We can't make this any easier. Uh, you know, one thing I always like to do before the show is have a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Mm-hmm. You know how much that costs at the vending machine? Probably a dollar. One dollar. One dollar. Give me one dollar so that I'm happy and I don't give my horrible rants. Remember, positive and patient. Just give me a dollar <laughs> so I can get the Reese's and I can be positive and patient. If once a month they gave us a dollar, just think about it. Yeah. Oh, man, we'd be, we would be able to at least break even with it. Yep. One dollar. Exactly. And PayPal makes it so easy. Most people already have a PayPal account. All you got to do is type in tableshow at gmail.com. Donate. One dollar. One dollar. One stinking dollar. I mean, what are you going to do with a dollar? Right. You're going to get yourself a Reese's peanut butter cup? You don't need that. Yeah. You know who needs that? I need Fat that. Fat people like us yeah. need a dollar. Huh? So do it now. Go on to SpanishAnnounceTable.net or PayPal.com. Send it to tableshow at gmail.com. You'll feel good about yourself and we'll feel good about ourselves. And we'll all feel better about ourselves. Yes, we will. Well, oh, it's time for tweet the table, motherfucker. I was talking about Rikishi recently, and I wonder why. 
Yeah, I wonder why, too. <laughs> oh, maybe. I, oh, because I think he's going to the Hall of Fame this year. That's what I was. I think so. Huh? Yeah, I think the Usos are going to induct him. Hmm. I think he should go in with Too Cool. You think so? Huh? I don't. To me, in my mind, I don't separate them. They're the they're yeah. they're they're DX. You wouldn't yeah. put the New Age Outlaws in. Yeah, he was never as over as he was. Right, too cool. It should be a whole. Yeah, it should yeah. be a whole thing. Yeah, that's what that. I think. Yeah. All right, man, and vice versa. Too cool. Yeah, absolutely. Never, yeah. yeah. Tweet the table. Let's do this. For anybody shit. not accustomed to the show, we do a segment called Tweet the Table. What that is is when you go on your Twitter machine. You use the hashtag, hashtag tweet the table, and then say whatever else you want to say about wrestling or this show or whatever comes to your mind that's kind of related to wrestling and or this show, and we will say it on air. Maybe not everything you tweet the table, but some of what you tweet to the table. Ready to play? I mean, we're going to find out. Let's go. WIR Cataclysmic says, Summer Ray comparing herself to Sherry Martell is just laughable. She looks so fucking stupid. Hashtag countdown, hashtag Tweet the table. I didn't know she did that. Yeah, that was the the top ten list that I was disappointed yeah, in. Uh-huh. No China. Huh. DSJNPcom. No Adam Rose fucking ever. Bondongo for life. Perfect leg drop. Hashtag tweet the table. I agree. Hmm. The mop jockey. Hashtag tweet the table. The UFC doesn't build stars. Chael Sonnen. Wait, what, what is this? You had said that uh, the WWE can do better than UFC because they're allowed to build stars. Yeah. And he says they don't build stars. Chael Sonnen. Sonnen, whatever he's in. Chill Sonnen. Chill Sonnen. Um, what my point was <laughs> yeah. is you can't get behind someone and right. predetermine the fights. Exactly. The Rebel Trucker says, positive and patient, huh? If that were the case, you'd give FYMCW a chance. Hashtag hypocrite. Hashtag tweet the table. You obviously aren't listening to the show. <laughs> How many times? How many times yeah. have I said I'm going to sit here with you and watch the- No, You know what? I think his point, though, is that, and I say the same thing, anything wrong with it you're gonna be like see i fucking told you show sucks no yes you guys are assuming you guys are assuming i'm just going off of history <laughs> jeff jared is you not have a propensity to already hate something before you see it and then when you see it you're like tape i hate it but if it's gonna be good i'll watch it <laughs> okay gbl 316 hashtag tweet the table becky lynch was on hashtag nxt but i'd rather see at taylor hendrix there instead sure yeah hallmark of sweet hashtag tweet the table so sonata retained again does anybody care Nope. Oh, well, I mean, maybe Japan. Yeah. Tweet table if you care. Katie, first lady. Hell, even with Seth Rollins in a suit, Orton still doesn't wear pants. Hashtag SmackDown. Hashtag tweet table. I really hope we interview him because when we do the uh, Cinco Perguntas, I'm yeah, sneaking that in. Uh, I, I, yeah. I'll put my Seis hand. Perguntas. Yeah. I'm like, hey, why no pants? Yeah. Why Why never the pants, man? Just get what if fuck- he's in here and he's not wearing pants? Oh, I, w- I will take a picture with him. Like, and I'll just point right at his legs. Like, you see this Look, fucking no shit? No pants. Uh, maybe he just got done banging a girl? I don't know. Every, every yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of yeah. course. All right, the Tuts Experience. Yeah. Says, at Randy Orton, put some fucking pants on. It's not normal to walk around in just a pair of Speedos in front of 20,000 people. Hashtag with the table. <laughs> At the ultimate one says, wow, that Divas match was pretty good. Or maybe I just got caught up in the rapture of Naomi's ass. Hashtag tweet the table. Is he talking about the uh, money in the bank? I would think so, yeah. That match was amazing. Yeah. B-double says the guy behind me at the TNA TV tapings in in New York City can't see because of my sign. Fuck him. My tweet the table sign is getting on Spike TV. Hashtag tweet the table. You don't even know how much that warms my heart. fucking amazing, I know. That warms my heart. Yeah. At Darth Slay. 
says to Cataclysmic in response to a tweet he had, says, I think Bray winning would have been ideal. Hashtag money in the bank. Hashtag tweet the table. Cesaro. At Negron says, WWE keeps having Jerry Lawler drink Mountain Dew every pay-per-view. I'm sure that's best for business. Hashtag great for his heart. Hashtag tweet the table. He doesn't drink it. They've showed videos of this online. He's got a Diet Coke hiding under the thing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would you think about him uh, getting caught checking out Paige's ass? <laughs> yeah, and funny. then Paige doing the picture yes. where he's... Uh, I thought that was good. It was great. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, she did. And have it. you seen Jerry Lawler's girlfriend right now? No, she hot. Fucking she yes, she's hot. Yeah. God. Well, he's got a lot of money. He oh, saved his money. Yeah, Jesus. Heavy America. set. 330. Yes. 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 America. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag we the people. He was into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Toons Brian. Table show. Has anybody ever so fully invested themselves into as many characters as Cody Rhodes? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he he's just naturally boring. Yeah. And he has a lisp. Right. But when you give him a character, though, he sells into the character. That's what I'm saying. I still think the best Cody Rhodes is the mustache thing. Yes. I the fear, fear the beard and the yeah, mustache thing. Yes. I think that could have been a great tag team. Katie writes. Katie Schamberger. Hey. Says, vomit. I hate AJ so, so much. This is a sad night. Hashtag raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Wow. Whoa. That's not a common response. I, I got to say, I was less enthusiastic than I thought I was going to be. When AJ came back, I was going to be like, great. And she came back and I was kind of like, oh. Nope. I was so excited. I got a boner and everything. <laughs> that's gross. Yeah. EGW FOW Virtue. Whoa. That's a new one. Yeah, last week. I think he only responds to heavy set, but he throws in the tweet the table. So. Yeah, thanks. It says, out of all things on Raw tonight, did Swagger and Zeb get the loudest pop? Mm-hmm. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. I think they did. At Lil B Little, the Miz is back. I didn't know he was gone. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, yeah. For a limo. If you're going to tease me... Well, they kept teasing the a champion is back. Okay. Uh, and multimedia right. cross-platform. But yeah. if you are going to give me a limo entrance... Hey, limo entrances are for Triple H. I think this was all Chris Jericho's setup. I'm going to come back, but I want you guys to tease that a multi-time... So, Kali comes in. Miz comes in. I think it's all to be like, oh, okay, and then all of a sudden... Break the walls down! Yeah, it's, it's the surprise. It's how to... Because he kept putting out pictures of him visiting family. Yeah. Uh, which were totally right. yeah yeah. Um, he looked old though, right? Yeah, he looked he is really, old, but I mean, he looked really old. Yeah, I mean, he's in good shape. He looked, he looked like old. what? Remember when I told you this time around, RVD looks yes, old. Yes, same thing. Well, he's old. I know. Wir Cataclysmic says Titan T Mac had the chance to meet Chris Jericho and he said no. Mm-hmm. Do you want to slap now or later? Hashtag tweet table. Hashtag ass clown. Yeah, I mean. I'm just not that big on him. Yeah, I, I, it depends upon what I was doing, but I'd probably be like, meh. Yeah, I'm just whatever. DSJ and PCOM, toots. Did we jump back in time by about 50 years? Hashtag raw, hashtag tweet table. That's the point. I think it was a good heat getter. Mm-hmm. It's toots. I mean, like, you can never, that's not endearing ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, no no woman ever is like, he called oh, me toots. Oh, he called me toots. The mop jockey. <laughs> hashtag tweet the table. And Vince isn't a dork. Farting, puking, falling shit, sneezing. Coughing, all Vince go-tos for storylines. He is a dork. Did yeah. I not say he's a dork? No, but you said uh, you keep talking about how Jeff Jarrett's a dork, so he can't be a good promoter. Oh, yeah, yes, but one guy has taken a company made it a global uh, phenomenon. The other one got kicked out of his company, so <laughs> you tell me. GBL 316, what the fuck? Lashley's suit is blue backstage and purple in the ring. Hashtag impact, hashtag tweet the table. 
Lighting. Yeah, I'm lighting. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I, I don't remember it being purple, but uh, I'd have to go back and look and see if it was completely different. Or your suit. TV's going out. Yeah. <laughs> Hallmark of Sweet. Hashtag through the table. I'm kind of a superhero nerd, so it might not come as a big surprise, but I love Seth Rollins' new ring attire. You know, a lot of people are shitting on it because it's so tight, but like I said. It's if, grown on me. If I look like him, I'm wearing that shit. It's grown on me, to be honest with you. Um, I don't like the shirt part of it, but like in the ring, he looks fine. Hey, he, looks, yeah. he looks like a superhero. Katie First Lady. Great start to Money in the Bank. Surprised that the Usos retained, though. Hashtag tweet the table. I mean, I could easily see them winning. Like, if they won, I would have been like, yeah. I mean, you picked them. The Wyatts, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. the Wyatts. Yeah. yeah, either way, I could have seen. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Kiwi Tuts. Man, Big E is getting some big-time offense against Rusev. Won't last, though. Quite an entertaining match. Hashtag tweet the table. That one spot was great. <laughs> yeah. I think that was, like, the second biggest spot. Yeah, to me. Because it was just straight up violence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. WIR Cataclysmic. I'm actually glad Miz is back. I just wish WWE would push him back into the upper mid card slash main event. Tweet the table, hashtag raw, hashtag misfit. I am a Miz fan, but I'm pissed at the Miz for not changing yet. He's run that same, I'm a movie star, the most must see, blah, blah, blah. You've run into the ground, Miz. Nobody cares anymore. I think the Miz could be better if he would fucking give us something new. I think he has the tools, he's serviceable in the ring. But he's charismatic and he's good on the mic when he has something new and interesting to say. He just hasn't had anything new and interesting to say since the fucking Rock Cena Miz feud. I, I seriously think that he would be best served taking a step backwards and going to TNA. You play that character there. TNA, yeah. Now you have some feet to stand on and you become the champ in the face. Yeah. I know it's a step backwards, but that's where he would take off more. It'd be yeah. like Christian. Remember when Christian was at TNA? Yeah. He took off there. Here's the thing. Um. And the thing with the Miz is that, so you see guys like Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, these guys cut their teeth, Chris Jericho, around the world, learning before you get to the WWE. Well, Miz did. He never did. Well, no, Miz did three years of the indies. Yeah, but that's not, I mean, that's not I, the same as traveling the world. Well, yeah, and doing but, the, I mean, he, he served his time. Yeah. What I'm saying is. Yeah, when, you, you served enough time to get the cred, but what I'm saying is you didn't learn the tools of the trade like these guys did right. because you went around. But what I what I think with him is when he says I'm a big movie star, blah blah. blah. Well, no, because you didn't sell a hundred million dollars in merchandise like Cena. Yeah. Right. But you say that stuff in TNA when the only other guy there is Kurt Angle. That True. Can, then it was like, yeah. well, okay, maybe you do have. But something. if he's gonna stay in the WWE umbrella, you gotta do something else. That's what. Yeah. You gotta do something else. But if you're gonna do you that, go to it. TNA. All right, B double best chance at TNA TV tapings in New York City was Christie's side boob. Christie's side boob, and then he showed a picture. She got some different side boob, and I liked how she grinned because I'm assuming that's when the <laughs> chant was going yeah. on. She was grinning, and I like nice. that. Good for her. WIR Cataclysmic. Cesaro lost to Kofi on the app. Maybe I should start watching the second screen experience. Ah, fuck it. Who gives a fuck? Activate <laughs> the table. Exactly. Yeah. Negron says, "Ooh, so crazy." Stop it, Michael Cole. You're making me crazy. Hashtag to the table. Ooh, uh, I like what he did there, Mike Adamley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heavy set three three zero. Let's go swagger chant. Yep, anything is possible. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, a let's go swagger chant. I texted you that. I said, when, if ever, has there been a let's go swagger chant? Yeah. Swagger. Yeah. Ugh. WIR Cataclysmic. I'm going to be so excited once Cena officially retires from entering competition full time. Hashtag tweet table, hashtag money in the bank. Uh, you and about, you know, a million fucking people. Well, no, because they're still selling merchandise. GBL 316. I heard that the feature match on uh, on 
TheBomb.com is the greatest match ever. Melina versus Alicia Fox. Hashtag raw. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> That's funny. Good. Let's see what you do there. WIR Cataclysmic. Laugh my fucking ass off. I just died when they zoomed in on that fan who shouted, no one cares, you suck, at Dixie Carter. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag impact. That was funny. She's talking, and she said something, and they zoomed in on a fan, and like right when they zoomed in, he was like, no one cares, you suck! And then they're like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong reaction. <laughs> Something more That's peachy. the reaction they wanted, but, but I mean, it was like, not whoa. As, not yeah. as intense. Yeah, they wanted a boo, but yeah. Not, yeah. The Rebel Trucker. Luke Harper is definitely the best member of the Wyatts in ring. Definite future Hall of Famer. Hashtag. Whoa. That's a stretch. Hall of Famer? Uh, I definitely think he has the tools, but you never know, like, what if he gets let go? What if he gets an injury and doesn't wrestle well? What, what if, if he, he peaks know? too early like Miz? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Way too early to say that, but definitely got the tools to get there. I think. I think he's a definite future star. Yes. Difference. WIR Cataclysmic. I won't be getting sick of the VOD villains anytime soon. Hashtag NXT, hashtag tweet table. I am liking this in NXT. So you got, um, uh, God damn it, what are their names now? It's the guy who we hated with the gimmick, with the opera singer gimmick. Okay. Um, what the fuck's Aiden English. Aiden English. And then this guy's been gone for a while. What the fuck's his name? Fuck, I forget, but they're doing the VOD villains. Uh, and they're doing the movie... Old time movie star guys, and it's it's coming across well. I mean, it's a goofy, cartoony gimmick, but like the one guy's playing the strong man, and he's doing the one arm push ups in the middle of the ring, and they're like kind of running around, acting like old silent movie stars almost. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like it. The vaudeville. I think there's too much comedy in wrestling right now. You think so? I think everyone's trying to be fucking funny, and we need to stop being fucking funny. And I'm not trying to sound like Stone Cold and this is a sport bullshit, but we need to get to some competition. I think. Um, I'm tired of everyone trying there's, to be funny. There's definitely spots. So if you're doing this gimmick, you've got to know that you're hitting a ceiling. They'll have the comedy spot, and that's all you're ever going to do. But how many comedy spots we got now? Yeah, I don't know. Adam Rose, Santino, Emma, uh, fucking these guys. Uh, the get hype, stay hype is a gimmick. This is what I've said. I've said WWE seems to be forgetting that there's also a television show going on. I feel like I'm just watching the live show, which for the live show, that's great because the crowd gets to get up and go, hey, we'll dance, oh, we'll laugh, we'll joke, yeah, we'll all chant. That's not great for long term. I'm tuning in every week to see the storyline. Well, they're paying attention to the crowd instead of the TV because they have no competition in the TV because TNA fucking sucks. <laughs> Katie First Lady, not going to lie. Stephanie dancing and singing to Cena's music is hilarious. Hashtag tweet the table. God, she's so cool. She is great. She is amazing. The Mob Jockey, hashtag tweet the table. The right kind of tat on a chick is fucking H-A-W-T hot, but big overdone tats take away from the beauty. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Sure. But that's not what we're getting on, yeah. like Angelina Levin. Yeah. The definition of a beautiful person from the, uh, a society standpoint is not them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The Rebel Trucker, in response to me uh, talking about this last week, says, Hey, Captain, uh, the first time they joined the belts, it was the undisputed title. So Orton is technically the first WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Hashtag tweet the And my argument was before they ever, when they brought in WCW, but when they did the invasion, it was still WWF, wasn't it? Yeah. So when no, they, it was WWE, was it? Because mm-hmm. then it would have been a WWE World Heavyweight Champion. No, they they brand split it in two thousand two. I mean, they changed. I mean, they changed Get the WWE out. in two thousand two. Okay. When was the invasion? Two thousand two. I thought. I thought it was two thousand one. I don't remember. See, I don't know. I, don't I thought there was a time. I thought there was a time where they were still they were WWE before they did the the two titles. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I thought there was still a WWE World Heavyweight Champion, but I don't know. Colluded. Who knows? GBL three sixteen. Personally, I can't wait to see. And and the problem there too is we're arguing semantics. Right. Under the WWEF umbrella, there was still one champion 
a long time ago. Yep. From fucking whenever. And that's and that's what I'm trying to say. That's what they need to count. The World Heavyweight Championship. I thought about this. Okay. It's always been the W is yeah. been the Intercontinental. No, no title, I got this. I okay. When they count Ric Flair's 16, are they counting his WWF ones too? I don't think so. I think they're literally just counting his NWA slash WCW championships. So do we not count? Didn't he hold it twice in WWF? Yes. So shouldn't he be an eight-time, eighteen-time champion? But they're not. Hmm. Now that's my. I believe that is what I. Because if they are, then I can see why they still count, even though they had the split titles in WWE. We're still counting that NWA WCW belt mm-hmm. and the the World Heavyweight belt. So I can still see where they're saying that. Right. You know what I mean? Where, yeah, Cena still had 15 world champions. Yeah, it's all fucked up because they did that at any rate. Can they brand split, too? I want them to do that. Yeah, I don't want them to do it. You don't? No. I do. I don't. It was, yeah, that experiment's done. Give me my show, and you guys can have your show. <laughs> TBL 316. Personally, I can't wait to see Rollins versus Ambrose one-on-one. Hashtag slobberknocker. Hashtag tweet the table. I, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that's great. WIR Cataclysmic, I am so sick of the Royal Rumble by the numbers video, but it was great to see one for Money in the Bank. Hashtag to the table. I always get fun. excited about Yeah, that was original. I was like, hey, this is cool. Yeah. I always like those. It's fun. Katie, First Lady, Paige retains again. Can we get AJ back now? Hashtag to the table. Well, hey. Yeah, you did. Kiwi Tuts. Kiwi. At WWE Becky Lynch kicking Summer Rae's ass. Not sure about the cheesy Irish gimmick, but it's fun. Kids would love it. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag NXT. Fuck kids. Have you said three, 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 not fuck kids. No, not fuck them, but <laughs> fucking I'm tired. Damn of those kids. Yeah, yeah. Damn those kids. Have you said three, three, zero table show? <laughs> That's a great sound. Fuck kids. Yeah. <laughs> Have you said three, three, zero table show? I'm guessing WWE shop sales were up in April, partially due to Warriors death. Hashtag tweet the table. Definitely. Yeah. Good point. B double 76. Every time Dixie tries to talk to NYC crowd, we chant, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Hashtag to the table. That's going to be fun. I wonder how they edit that out. God, I just want them to stay there. Yeah, stay there. I heard that on rabid Jim, fan base. Yeah, yeah, I heard Jim Ross on his thing say, like, hey, it's so expensive in New York because of unions and all that. And I get that. I'm being selfish. Stay there. But they need to go somewhere where they're going to have a goddamn fan base like that. Yeah. It's, that's part of the allure. That's what was great about ECW. And that, You know what I mean? Universal in Orlando or whatever you want to call that crowd it's just there to get that out of the heat. That was garbage. That was terrible. They're there to get out yeah. of the heat, and hey, I heard Hogan's going to be yeah, here no. or whatever. And so if you're going to pick a city that's... Uh, Stay northeast. Yeah, it's got to be. Or go St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Kansas City. No. <laughs> no. Kansas City. Heavy set 330. Who would be perfect to be the next IC champion? Hashtag for the table. You go first. I'd like to see Dolph with it. I would like to see Dolph with it. And I think I have... Do you like I, how I said exactly yeah, what you did? I think I've come to the dark side, and I'm ready to unify those mid-card belts. Give me the IC title. Get rid of that U.S. title. I don't want to see it again. If you're not going to do the brand split, which I was such a big fan of, because it creates competition. If you're not going to get competition from Jeff Jarrett or TNA or Billy Corgan or any of those guys, create competition within yourself. And where I'm getting this idea from is I listened to Paul Heyman on Jericho's yeah. podcast with Edge, and he was like... Every week, we tried to be better than Raw. Yeah. And that's what made, remember how good of a time that was? You had on SmackDown, you had Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Eddie, Chavo, Ray, and Edge. That was SmackDown. Yeah. And then on Raw, you had Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and then an emerging uh, Batista. Yeah, but like you're that. also talking about you had that level talent, and you had Paul Heyman as one of the writers. We don't have Paul Heyman as one of the writers now. Pfft, good. Yeah, good. I don't know. Um. 
At any rate, that's fine. You have so much talent right now. Yeah. Negron, best thing on Raw, Renee Yum or Michael Cole getting hit with Kofi's body? Ah, who am I kidding? It's always Renee Yum. Hashtag she is so hot. Hashtag tweet the table. Man, she's great at her job. Yes. That's although, the difference. Although Michael Cole getting laid out was pretty funny. Right. <laughs> but that's the difference, is Renee Young is like a legitimate great broadcaster. Yeah, definitely. Heavy set 330, Dolphin Summer. I like it. And it has nothing to do with my last name. Hashtag tweet the table. Summers. <laughs> Kidding. That was a bad joke. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. I like it too, though. Me too. I like it. Katie First Lady, I've literally never been this excited for a diva to return ever. Hashtag welcome back, AJ. Hashtag tweet the table. That's happy. pretty true. There's never been a Divas return that's been that big. Except for Trish, maybe. Trish, yeah. W.I.R. Cataclysmic. Does the random blonde chick with Lashley have a name? I guess she isn't important enough for one. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag impact. Maybe Miss Elizabeth, too. Remember when she came yes, in? Yes. And did the, yes. That's, that's probably yes. the biggest pop for a, yes. a woman in yes. wrestling. Heavy set 330. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, Cataclysmics. The random blonde chick with Lashley. I asked you if that was his wife, and you don't think that was it, huh? I don't. Well, okay. The last time he fought for the company I worked for, that wasn't the girl. Okay. So. Heavy said 330. Well, AJ is off to the tattoo parlor to celebrate. Hashtag to the table. <laughs> well, with her first one, she got the tattoo uh, on her neck. You know? That's funny. No, that's good. Yeah. DSJ and PCOM. How is your, uh, oh, how is your Adam Rose now, fuckers? Drink up your twisted tea. Hashtag WWE. Hashtag Raw. And that segment, table. we talked about this when we first showed up here at the crack of dawn. And it's midnight now. <laughs> yeah. uh, that um, he just was not interested in that commercial. Oh yeah, no. or whatever you want to call that. No, that was so bad. That was so bad. That was garbage juice. Let's move that on. was the worst of the yeah. whole thing. WR Cataclysmic. It's so fucking good to have Enzo Amore back in hashtag NXT hashtag Tweet Table hashtag S A W F T Soft. Yeah, uh, it's a good team. Enzo and uh, Big Cass. Katie First Lady, Stephanie is angry that Sandow did an impression of Vince. Hey, Steph, didn't your husband do this all year in 2006? Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The Mop Jockey, hashtag tweet the table. I think WWE Countdown Show, the top ten is voted on uh, on WWE.com. It's the fans that decide the order. Well, who said this? Mop Jockey. Hold, Mop, you're smarter than that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Smop. Yeah, do you believe every uh, yeah. WWE app vote? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Mop. You really believed, uh, uh, yeah. what was it, uh, um, the internet ones? What would they call that? Taboo Tuesday? Is that what uh-huh, they call Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mop. Yeah. Come on. The Rebel Trucker. Is it just me? Or did Impact this week start with a match? Hashtag tweet the table. Listening to JR. GBL316. Hashtag tweet the table. How awesome is the curb stomp by Rollins? Uh, I, it's amazing. Yeah. I like it, but I want to. And me, this is me be, being selfish. I want to see it on a big show or a Mark Henry because you know everyone's supposed to take it. You expect that guy to bend down or be at two thirds yeah, yeah, level, yeah. you know? So that's what I want to see um, for it to be a big finisher. To uh, me, you say this is just me being selfish a lot. <laughs> I am selfish. <laughs> yeah. I'm a selfish asshole. Hallmark of Swede. We're at what episode? Forty nine. Yeah, and you haven't realized I'm no, a selfish. Hallmark of Swede, hashtag to the table. Holy fuck, what a resounding we the people. And then a huge let's go swagger. First interesting thing about Rusev. Well, Lana is the first interesting thing about Rusev. Yeah. Mm. Katie, first lady. I knew Rollins would win, but did Kane really have to get involved? It it didn't need him. Money in the bank, hashtag to the table. Yeah, but it set up the whole storyline. They're helping their guy. They have Kane as their man to make sure the job gets done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kiwi Tuts. 
Love Big Cass, but wow, this guy is massive. He looks like a much taller edge. Cass is going places. Hashtag to the table, hashtag NXT. Hate him. Yeah, I definitely think he needs work, but I can see the potential. WIR Cataclysmic. Bo Dallas on the pre-show with Brian was fucking awesome. Hashtag money in the bank, hashtag pain in the neck. Hashtag tweet the table. And then Bo Dallas did a... Uh, uh, a the a moment s- of silence. Yeah. Forever. That was great. <laughs> B-double, 76. Who says TNA wrestlers have it bad? Tape 10 shows in five days and have the rest of the summer off. Fuck yeah. Hashtag tweet the table. Ain't that the truth. Yeah. WIR Cataclysmic. Rollins and Hunter are wearing suits. Orton. Where the fuck is your suit? Put some fucking pants on. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag SmackDown. I love this that we pointed this out to everybody. Now nobody can ever see anything but yeah. his lack of pants. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get a where's your pants chant yeah. started. Where's your pants? Yeah. <laughs> where's your pants? Where's your pants? Negron! I see why all those wrestlers got released. To pay Chris Jericho. Hashtag tweet the table. Ooh, good Ooh. point. Have you said 330? Page and AJ. OMG. Try to keep it in your pants. IWC, okay? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. It's a good match, though. Quick. But it served its purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Watch him go an hour. <laughs> the Rebel Trucker. Oh, how the great have fallen. Last year, Mr. Money in the Bank. This year, jobbing to fuckstick Adam Rose. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, Sandow. I still think he's going to get something someday. Well, you keep thinking that. Katie First Lady. Stephanie is now going after Nikki. Should Cena be protecting her since they're dating as they both have issues with the authority? Hashtag to the table. He's too busy banging another one. Yeah. <laughs> WIR Cataclysmic. I thought WWE were trying to save money and cut back on pyro. Why waste it on a guy like Kofi Kingston? Hashtag to the table. Hashtag money in the bank. Because if you don't do that, you totally forget him. Yeah. Hey, uh, is John Cena stuck with Nikki? What do you mean? Like, what if in real life he has to, not has to, but it's like, fuck this bitch. I don't like her anymore. Oh, are they going to continue that? Like, yeah. The third day? Ew, I don't know. Unless it's on Total Divas that they break well, up. Well, okay. Well, then who goes heel? Can't they just have an amicable split? No, it's a fucking relationship. Have you ever had an amicable split? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> That's true. Last split I had, I fucking crushed her Christmas tree. <laughs> I did. I, fucking, I curb stomped that son of a bitch right into the ground. <laughs> fucking Merry pit. fucking Christmas. <laughs> I did. I fucking demolished that motherfucker. Did you call her a ho 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 on the way out? No, I called her a fucking whore. <laughs> oh, Mark of Sweet. Hashtag tweet the table. I don't get why it would be a heat magnet that Rusev measures his weight in the far more logical metric system. We're the only country that doesn't do oh, that. I know, We're yeah. such assholes. We are. <laughs> hey, nice, nice uh, game of soccer over there. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. I know. Fuck us. <laughs> Suddenly we're like, oh my God, we're in the soccer. Oh, we lost. Yeah, fuck yeah, soccer. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're such soccer fans. We lost to Belgium. All right. When's football start? When's, football start? When's real football start? <laughs> yeah, I know. This country's fucking asshole. The Rebel Trucker. Yay! Great Collie is back. Hashtag said no one ever. Hashtag tweet the table. 100% agree on that. WR Cataclysmic. Kurt Angle is the new director of wrestling operations in TNA. Are they going to let every wrestler on the roster have a turn? Hashtag tweet the table. Yep. The Mock Jockey. Tweet the table. ROH is owned by Sinclair, which puts them on a budget. Sinclair isn't in the wrestling business. They wanted cheap programming. Because you had said, so you got money because you're owned by Sinclair. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, my. Okay, whatever. Yeah, pick your battles. Serious, Sinclair doesn't want to spend $15,000 And that's some That's who you go to to ask for assistance. exactly. And you've been in this game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in this game for five years. With Sinclair, weren't you? Or no, it was HDNet that you were involved with. Yeah, HDNet. Access TV formally. Yeah. The Rebel Trucker. 
Bo Dallas's speech to Debray really inspired me. Hashtag Bo leave. Hashtag tweet the table. I love Bo. I like him. GBL three sixteen. How long till Jack Swagger gets the endorsement of the other real American brother? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I don't know. Oh no. Yeah. Is that where it ends? Brother. brother well, is that brother. where it ends? Where like, let's say he does get the victory over Rusev, which uh-huh. it probably won't happen. Yeah, no. And then Hogan's there on a special thing, and then Swagger turns on Hogan, and then that's where they go oh, back Jesus. to being heel. Hallmark is sweet. Hashtag to the table. It has been a night of returns. First, the great Kali returned, then the Miz and Chris Jericho, and last but not least, AJ Lee. A lot of returns. You think when Kali's walking out, he realizes, like, no one wants to fucking see me? I don't know. I don't think he realizes anything. Katie, first lady. Cena's now in. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's true. (laughs) Katie, first lady. Cena's now a 15-time world champion. You want to make fans more pissed off? He passes Flair's title reigns of 16. Hashtag the table. Yeah. I'm I'm getting so apathetic now. Hey, it is going to happen. Yeah. Kiwi Tuts. Yahoo! After eight years, finally, Swagger has turned face, and the crowd in Hartford have eaten it up. Hashtag tweet table. Hashtag Swagger Crush. Has he never been a face? I don't think he has. Interesting. WR Cataclysmic. DJZ. He speaks strong style, bro. <laughs> Laugh my ass off. Hashtag tweet table. Hashtag impact. It's funny, but like... You already did that joke, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, man, it's it lost its luster, you know. Well, you probably forgot because it was taped four months <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah. B double seventy six. Miss CM Punk needs to eat a cheeseburger. Her hubby's been working around too much in the bed. Hashtag with the table. What? Hold on. Who said that? B double. You think? Okay, we need to get off this fat chick train that we're like telling everyone to eat a fucking sandwich. I get it with Angelina Love. You fucking serious with AJ? Yeah, AJ. Oh, she uh, I think she's so fine proportionally for her body. Yeah, she's right. five two. What do you want yeah, her to be? Yeah. Forty pounds? Katie, hundred pounds? <laughs> hundred and fifty? Katie, first lady. This is probably the most over swagger's ever been. Hashtag with the table. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank God for Zeb. Do you think he just like takes him out to dinner once a month just to thank him for having him still <laughs> yeah, yeah. employed? Yeah. Wir cataclysmic. Stephanie and Triple H sure do get a hard on for imitating bad news Barrett's I've got some bad news line. Hashtag to the table, hashtag SmackDown. Yeah, they do. They love doing that shit. Heavy set 330. If you keep <laughs> if you keep Paige out in the sun long enough, she might shrink and look like AJ. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> if you keep who out? Paige. If you keep her out in the sun too long, she'll shrink and look like AJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great line. <laughs> the Bob Jockey. Hashtag tweet the table. I bet that's the loudest the crowd has ever been for swagger. Hashtag we the people. Yes, indeed. You know what I thought was cool about that, too, is you could see the people in the crowd standing up when he was like, and I want everyone here to stand up, and you actually saw it. Yeah, That's fucking cool. WIR Cataclysmic, I'm getting very fucking sick of swagger injuring people. First Ziggler, now Barrett, just fire the reckless cunt. Hashtag to the table, hashtag SmackDown. He might have a point there. The kick isn't, I mean, the kick is accidental. They're fucking best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So last week, remember, I was telling uh, you a story about a girl at work who's wanting to be an artist, and I told her the story of Rob Schamberger. Yes. Uh, Heavy Set says, hey, Captain Awesome, did you tell the inspiring artist that all she has to do is believe? Oh, and hashtag never give up. Never give up. Hashtag to the table. Never give up. I did not tell her that, but I should have. Never give up. I should have just said, look, all you have to do is believe. Never give up. You could say that probably, and people might not like catch it first and be like, did he say believe? Believe? Is that like yeah. a is that like a new yoga pose? Is like from Boston or something? Yeah. Kiwi Tuts. <laughs> I hate to point out the negatives too much. I don't. Well, you're clearly not T Mac. Yeah. 
But the Hartford fans on Hashtag Raw are freaking idiots for the CM Punk chance. Hashtag Truth the Table. If he's talking about when AJ was there, yeah, it, it yeah. made a little bit of sense. No, no, no. They were doing it during the... Um, there was another match going on that hadn't. That oh was, yeah, it was the uh, it was the Wyatts and uh, yeah. Sheamus. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was fucking stupid. Yeah. I understood though with the with AJ. AJ. Yeah. yeah, I got yeah, that. Yeah. The other ones. Though. I kept expecting her to like put out the ring or something. You know, right. Show it off. Yeah. Yeah. Hold the microphone with yeah, the yeah, yeah. hand that has the ring and like mm. what? What? Katie, first lady Jericho is in his forties and looks amazing. DDP yoga works wonders. Hashtag with the table. Schamberger swears by it. Yeah. You got it and don't I even got, use it. I just don't use it because I'm yeah. Let it go. Lazy. Fat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Where is it? He's fat! All right. WR Cataclysmic. Such a shame to see how far Magnus has fallen since losing the TNA World Championship. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I agree. Heavy set. I swear I'm going to buy that hashtag never give up rally towel from WWE shop by going through the Spanish announce table.net. Hashtag tweet the table. That's fine. You won't. <laughs> yeah, you won't. You yeah. won't. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, you won't. Yeah, and w- how much does that fucking towel cost? What are we going to get? Five cents out of it? Hey, he still won't it. do it. Yeah, he won't do it. WR Cataclysmic. Fandango's ref shirt is badass. Hashtag tweet table. Hashtag money. Bank. That was good, too. Yes. Yeah. Fandango's bought into the character, man. I like it. Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet table. Kane, just go away. Seamus, turn heel. RVD, go home or change. Your choice. Rusev, go get fucked. Proper fucked by a man. Whoa. It's oh, interesting. You know who would have been great in that uh, Twisted Tea commercial now that I was thinking about it? Hmm. Fondango. Because remember yes. when he did the Reebok, but can, it, but, but can, can I, I dance? dance in these? Yeah. That would have been great. Like, but can I dance with can this? Can I dance with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final one from WR Cataclysmic says, Hello? does the crazy weird promo really well when paired with Abyss? Hashtag Tweet Table. Yeah, exactly. It are fit. we? Are, hold on. Have we turned the corner on this fucking cocksucker? No, <laughs> I think we have. Because we're both kind of like, hey, ah. what? What the thing is is that when he was there with Abyss and they were talking to each other, it didn't feel out of place and weird. It felt out of place and weird all of a sudden, and we're just like, oh, it's it's Jeff Hardy, guys, and he's just was, when he's on drugs, mm-hmm. like this is Jeff Hardy off the wagon, mm-hmm. like what do we fuck? But that's tweet the table, and uh, you two can play along. Please play along. Tweet the table. And uh, we are going to take a break, and we're going to come back with some emails, which uh, your favorite segment. Yes, very. That's when we return to the Spanish announce table. Hey, and that's on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And Hitler had a romantic relationship with his niece, who committed suicide in 1931 with the same pistol he used to end his life in 1945. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, it's T-Mac. I need you guys to do me a favor. Go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and look on the menus on the left-hand side and click the survey link. That's a quick link that will help us with advertisers, which will help us keep this show running for free. It doesn't take long. It's just a few minutes. It doesn't ask you for any weird information. It just really helps us out. So once again, go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and click on the survey link on the menus option on the left-hand side. And if you got some time or looking to do some online shopping click on the ads that we have scattered around the page or click on the paypal donate button and give us a dollar we've asked you this a million times please just give us a dollar thank you guys so much we really appreciate it again that is spanish announce table.net actually sir 
time for emails. He's a good one. He's a good one. I always kind of shit on him as a person. Always, Vader? Yeah, always hearing about that story where he got his ass kicked by Warndorf. Warndorf's kind of a prick, you know? Uh, I was like, man, what a... Ugh. But then I listened to him on Stone Cold. Yeah. Stone Cold, who I just idolize, was like, no, he's a good guy. So I was like, all right, if you say so. And then I heard him, and I was like, you know what he is? Yeah, Stone Cold yeah. also says Goldberg is a good guy, and Goldberg's a piece of he shit. He is an asshole. I hate Goldberg. Yeah. The person. Yeah. I didn't really care for the character, but the character was okay. Had a cool uh, build I didn't up. I like the character at all. I like the big fight Never. feel. Not once did I like Goldberg. Ever. Not once. No. You lied. No, I didn't like it. You liar. Never liked it. Emails. T Mac, let's get into some listener emails. I love them. And you know who we start with? We start with. Kata! Whoa. Motherfucking Klismic. There it is. And he says, Hey, yo. T Mac. Yes. Time to get schooled. On, okay. So right. let's do this. I, so, huh? I'm always down. Look, I have never said that I know the most shit. Actually, I probably said the opposite more times than the other. So anytime you guys want to school me on anything that you mm-hmm. know that I don't, write an email. All right. Well, this one's long, so I'll try to read it quick. Okay. So the Bullet Club. Yeah. Founded by then leader and former NJPW talent Prince Devitt, first began at the 2013 Invasion Attack show where Devitt turned on his longtime Apollo 55 partner, Ryosuke Taguchi. Sure. And introduced King. Oh, he told us how to pronounce this. Do you remember? It's not fail. But it's pre- it looks like fail. Oh, yeah. He sent it in a, in a tweet. Yeah. Fuel. <laughs> no. Funeral. I'm going to say fail until we figure this out. Yeah. Look up the tweet while I'm reading yeah, this. Yeah. King, not fail, as his new bouncer and renamed him the underboss, bad luck, not fail. The following month at the 2013 Wrestling Dontaku show, Devitt and not fail entered the ring to attack the now former IWGP heavyweight champion Hiroshi Tanahashi. After he defeated Carl Anderson in a singles match, Anderson first went to stop Devitt and not fail, but then turned on Tanahashi, hitting him with the gun stun. As the three men continued their attack on Tanahashi, they were joined by Tamatanga, with whom Anderson had formed a partnership during the past few weeks. The Young Bucks joined NJPW and the Bullet Club in October during the 2013 IWGP Super Junior Tag Tournament. Doc Gallows was brought into NJPW and the Bullet Club in November 2013, where he was paired with Bullet Club member Carl Anderson for the 2013 World Tag League, which they ended up winning. At Invasion Attack 2014, Devitt would get kicked out of the group after losing a Loser Leaves Town match with longtime rival Ryosuke Taguchi. I don't know how to pronounce that. Later on the show, AJ Styles would debut as the new leader, attacking then-IWGP heavyweight champion Kazuchika Okada after his match and unveiled his leather jacket to show a Bullet Club shirt. I can't find that fucking tweet. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, we, saw, yeah. we saw Okada, sorry. One month later, Styles would defeat Okada after a run-in by the newest Bullet Club member, Yujiro Takahashi, who is the only Japanese member of the group. The Bullet Club stable in New Japan is very over with both the Japanese crowd and the American crowd as their signature Bullet Club shirts, which are always sold out on New Japan's shop site, have recently been made available through ProWrestlingTees.com and are the highest selling shirts in company history. Selling out in under two hours and ended up crashing the site for a few hours due to high demand. Good. And I like all of this so far. You talked about hating the crotch top and the too sweet hand gesture. Yes. Nobody in the group thinks they can do it better than the NWO and nobody is related to any of the former NWO and DX members. The whole group does it as a sign of respect to both the X and NWO, who are well known for thanking Click. Uh, oh, and are well known for thanking Click members X Pac, Triple H, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Shawn Michaels, both on air during NJPW shows and off air through Twitter. That's their whole gimmick: a bunch of cocky hooligans who wear black and talk shit to their opponents and referees, 
during matches and honor DX and the NWO. I also see Scott Hall as a big fan of their work and loves the respect shown. The current angle the group is taking right now is that they are trying to capture all the titles within New Japan, and they are nearly successful. Styles, current NJPW heavyweight champion. Not fail, current NJPW <laughs> intercontinental champion. Gallows and Anderson, current IWGP tag team champions. Uh, Takahashi, current IWGP never openweight champion. Is that the actual name of that title? Never mm. openweight? Uh, Tamatanga, no title, but could go for the IWGP junior heavyweight title. The Young Bucks held the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championships until they lost them at last show, at the last show to the Time Splitters, Kushida and Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley, Alex Shelley, good for him. Hope this gets you up to speed on my favorite stable in wrestling right now. I've gone along, uh, I've gone on long enough. So for now, I say, Kata out. Thank you so P. S. much. P.S. Oh God damn it, boy, that sure was a long fucking email. It was, and hey, P.P.S. Fuck, are you serious? I sent DTC a P.S.P. for this week's AWWIR of the Bullet Club during a press conference after their latest show, where Not Fail won his title. I hope you check it out. Which uh, the P.S.P. is the uh, post show promo on the weekend review that they play after the end of the show. He always plays like an old promo from the show. You're just being silent. <laughs> I don't want to fucking get a P.S. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh, if you have God, fuck. Now my phone just fell. Fucking hell, T-Mac. You're such an easy target. Laugh <laughs> my ass off. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> damn it to hell. How did we get my favorite segment to where I just get punked the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming my favorite segment. I know. So, hey, there's your. Uh, there's our answer. Can I answer? Yeah, what? Put the damn iPad out of yeah, your Yeah, no, hand. it's, it's okay. done. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, no, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm being serious. If there's anything, I'll, I'll be 1 million percent honest with you. I follow mainstream and a little independent. Get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know oh, about yeah, the Bullet too. Club. Yeah, I've heard I, of them and I I, follow I've yeah. seen the, their matches. Obviously, I know some of the old school stuff, but if there's anything that you're passionate about that you're like, hey, you fucks, you need to know about the Bullet Club or something in the 70s or you know what I mean? Just whatever your niche is in our niche yeah. of pro wrestling and yeah. you want to write an email like that. Tell us. Tell us. It's seriously. interesting because the listeners might not know either. Yeah. And it, it, if I can learn more. Fuck, I need to. I'm yeah. already stupid as shit and fall for this PS thing. <laughs> Ding! Yeah. I need it. <laughs> right. So, seriously, write everything. And Kat, if uh, you want to write another one about someone else that I need to know. Let us know. Let us know. Cataclysmic is awesome. He's amazing. Cataclysmic also donated 20 bucks to the Iceman and God the cause. damn, that was amazing. Which, by the way, we didn't mention it this show, but last week we interviewed the Iceman and yes. we talked about uh, a benefit show that he's putting on for the, the daughter of an American soldier mm-hmm. who is in desperate need because they need money for a, a rare surgery. surgery that she needs. So if you want to donate to that cause, if you want to listen to the show and, and check back, send it to us, thetableshow at gmail.com for the PayPal, and mm-hmm. just put in there, I want to help out the Iceman, or I want to donate to Iceman, Ice or Man. just write Iceman. And seriously, we'll, we'll take a dollar. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, you got a dollar. Any, we'll any, send it. Yeah. 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 We ask yep. for at least a dollar and as much as you want to give. Yeah, so. and we will send it right on. Everything that comes in that uh, says Iceman on it is going to that 100%. Cause. So go ahead. So cataclysmic. Thanks, and, and thanks for the schooling. Yes. Now we're going to move on. All right, let's do it. Katie. The first lady. She says, well, Money in the Bank has come and gone, and I thought it was an okay show. Mm-hmm. I like the briefcase better than the title match, and most of the show was really predictable. On to Raw. Jericho is back feuding with the Wyatts, of all people. Crazy awesome. AJ is back, finally, to hopefully have an amazing feud with Paige, whom I can assume is turning heel after losing title. Uh, losing the title makes sense to me. Oh, and The Miz is back, but who gives a shit? Really? Seems like the summer in WWE is starting off huge. What can you guys expect with the returns that happened on Raw? 
I, for one, am excited. Not for The Miz. He can suck it. But what do you guys think? <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Much love, as always, later. Katie, the first lady. Well, I'm really P.S. God damn it. I really don't have anything left to say. I just wanted to get T-Mac. <laughs> Every cocksucker's fucking doing this. Assholes. You guys are all assholes. So what can you expect to see from the summer? You go first. From uh, Jericho and the Whites. I think we're going to get that, obviously. Y2 job. Yeah, Y2 job. And yeah, I think he's going to put him over. I guess he's asked to work with them. I guess he asked to work with them when he was coming through. Uh, and he went down to NXT for a couple shows. Well, yeah, he, he did work, work that, and that was a yeah. great match. Was really right, very good. And and so I think he said when he came back, I saw the news that he wants to work with them. So hey. good for him. Jericho's been good about that, though. Very good. Uh, his feud with Ziggler was great. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about Kali. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. I bet. Uh, I'm excited for Brock to be champion. Uh huh. I'm excited for Roman Reigns and Brock Triple H. Brock is not going to be champion. Oh, yes, he is. Maybe for a small amount of time. I, on SummerSlam, I will mark this. I will bet you 20 points that he will be the champion. You think, huh? I guarantee When he it. only has like 10 fucking appearances a I year? Vince, so was Rock. He was champ. True. I, Vince McMahon, guarantee that he will be the yeah, champ point. at SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that because Paul Heyman with a belt is amazing. Uh, I'm excited for Cesaro and Heyman to have a feud. Cesaro it, and Brock. No, Heyman. Heyman. Yeah, mm. I think that'll okay. happen. Okay. Uh, and AJ just, mm, I just love looking at her. and She's interesting, too. Not only is she beautiful, she's interesting to watch. Can I say something that might get uh, me a internet slap from the IWC? Yes. The return I was most excited for uh-huh. was The Miz. Yeah, that's stupid. Hey, I, AJ, like I said, I was I would have thought would have been the most excited. I was, but I was just kind of like for whatever reason, it just felt like eh, I would have exp- I I would have been maybe more excited if she would have come in devious mm-hmm. with a plan. So mm-hmm. maybe that was it. Um, Jericho, I'm just like I, if you're not here, just be gone. It's kind of the rock factor for me now. I'm like, hey, yeah, man, like and you're cool, and I totally respect, and I think he's done some amazing things in wrestling, and like he's still up there as one of the all time greats for me. But I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. man. I just we've moved on. Yeah, I've moved on. Yeah. You're you're gone now. Right. You're a rock star and you do a podcast and that's great. And you still like wrestling, watch wrestling, and have a wrestling event. That's wonderful. Be gone. I, I don't care to see wrestle anymore. That's right. fine. Give and me your cool. opinion. Give me your opinion yeah. on the, on the current state. But I don't want to see. And Kali obviously sucks. So right. the Miz, I was thinking, hey, all right. And when he started doing his thing, I was like, okay, I get it. It's still the same gimmick you had, but it seemed like he had a new enthusiasm for it, and it was going to be a slightly different angle, like where he's like, I'm a movie star, and he's going to play that up. But then it was clearly just like. Nah, fuck Miz, it's for Jericho. So it was like, and they're oh, friends, so I was okay. Like, yeah. oh, okay, it wasn't real shitting on Miz. Yeah. Um, the only part of Miz that I liked was when he's like, oh, this is 2012 Jericho, where you have a light bright jacket and uh, you're all happy. I was like, oh, that's fun. Other than that, he could yeah, fucking jump in the crowd and never be seen again. Yeah, because he's just the same fucking guy. Yeah, AJ, I was the most excited about because. I was thinking back to the Naomi and Paige match, and I know AJ can give a good match, so the potential between Paige and AJ in a real 12-minute match has something that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Jericho, again, Y2 job. Um, Kali. They fuck Kali. He's so excited about Kali. That might be the all we see of Kali, by the way. Can (laughs) I would hope. Why doesn't someone just like we're gonna break his leg? I don't I try. To, how would you break his leg? Well, that thing's like a fucking tree trunk. I know, but when he's standing there, just do a drop kick to yeah, his kneecap. Yeah, fucking know. break it. 
Because if the guy actually is legitimately angry at you and comes after to kick your ass, uh, you better be ready to fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a big monster of a man. Yeah, you got a hold him. of him. You got a hold of you. Oh no. Fuck him. I would not be afraid to fight okay. Collie. All right. Katie is awesome. Katie is amazing. Katie is cool. So we're gonna move on, I guess. Yeah. And fuck Collie. I'd fight Collie right now. The ultimate MJR. What is up, Captain Awesome? And attack on Titan T Mac. I like that. Seriously, it's a really good show to watch. What? I don't, I don't know what Attack of the Show? Attack on Titan T Mac? Oh. All I know is Attack of the Show. Yeah, no, that's different. Remember that? Yes. G four? Yeah. Yeah. It's your never gonna give you up, never gonna <laughs> let you down, never gonna run around and desert you. Homeboy, ultimate one here, checking in for this. And remember, Nemos Aufgeben. Uh, side note, that was a good singing. Uh-huh, thanks. Yeah. See, Josh, I give compliments. Nemos Aufgeben. I don't know what that is. Never give up. Oh, God, Jesus. Number one. That's going to be in my sleep. Uh-huh. Who should have replaced Bad News Barrett at Money in the Bank? Well, it depends on what, like... So can I scrap another match? Because I would have put Big E. Yeah. No. You got to make the card the same. Throw in somebody else. Throw in someone else. Sami Zayn. Ooh, yeah. Say what? Yeah. Uh, uh, come on. Yeah, I like that. That's what I would have done. Sami really Zane. shocked some motherfuckers. Yeah, Sami Zayn would have been good. Um, who else was available? I don't even know. Well, I and I think that shock factor. It's like, hey, it's the network. You only get to see Sami Zayn yep. here. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Yeah. Number two. Who is the best big man in wrestling? Note. Brock Lesnar doesn't count because he's fucking, ah, uh, you know. <laughs> That's a great. <laughs> yeah, he says Brock Lesnar sucks almost every email. Right. He pisses you off. Oh, I thought yeah. he was just saying like no. he's an exception. because No, he says a, Brock Lesnar doesn't count because he fucking, oh, you know. Yeah, he's a freak athlete, a once in a generation <laughs> type of guy. He's a LeBron So besides James. him, best big man in wrestling. Oh, That's hard because you can go character, then you can go wrestling ability. Mm-hmm. Longevity, you know. Mm, yeah. Andre the Giant, I think, was the biggest draw of a big man ever. Mm-hmm. Totally agree on that. Um, so with that, I mean, I think if you'd ask Vince McMahon, he'd say Andre the Giant. Yeah, because you know I mean? at the end of the day, no matter what this is, it's all about how much money can you bring in. Yeah, exactly. So you would just by money standpoint yeah. say Andre. Yeah. Big Show is the guy I always think of because. That's what I was going to say, yeah. He's changed characters and some of them have sucked dick. And he has been the company man. Right. And some He's of them have been amazing. Shit. Yeah. Fuckers worn a diaper. Yeah, he fucking you know did I mean? a sumo match. Yeah. Uh, he did a match with Floyd Mayweather. Uh, you know, in WCW, he, his first match was... His first match in WCW was Hogan. And his first match in WWE was Austin. Mm. That should tell you how yeah. great he is. Uh, but other guys that I think of, I think of Vader. Vader. I think of... Um, I think Kane. Kane. I think Undertaker, obviously, yes. but Undertaker is so different. Yeah, Undertaker never, in in my mind, never was a big monster. He was always well, a you know menacing because he was character. Yeah, because he's tall, he's lumped in that big man category. But he was always thinner. Yeah, see what I mean? He doesn't seem like the big man when you think of right beast like wide, right? You know, beefed up. Mm-hmm. If I if I was putting together my top five. I exclude Andre because man, he didn't have great matches. Yeah, oh no. But it all. was the draw. Yeah. So I'm I'm excluding him. He's not he doesn't count. So Kali. No. Eligante. No. Uh-huh. I'm going my top five would go Big Show, Brock, Kane, Vader, and then Undertaker. And not in that order. I'm just saying those sure, are yeah, the five. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my five. Okay. Number three. Oh yeah. With Chael's on and out. Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen. He's got to change that name. 
Because <laughs> it's his birth name. <laughs> out at UFC. Yeah. Do you see pro wrestling in his near future? Not at all. Why not? Because he's going to go to World Series of Fighting. Mm. That's on NBC. That is his bread and butter MMA. That is a big, huge audience. And that is where he's comfortable. Got it. Nice. World Series of Fighting. And he won't come back as a fighter. At least for a while fighter. he can fight. No. Well, he won't come back as a fighter. No, he's done. He's commentating. He's now. done. He's 38 and 10. He's old. He can't fucking take TRT. And now he he would be champion World Series of Fighting because they've got bums over there. But uh, no, he built. Mm. He'd be a great commentator. All right, number four. If roles were reversed, would Marty Jannetty be just as iconic if Shawn Michaels had gone through the barbershop window? Nope. Negative. Nope. Shawn Mike uh, Marty Jannetty's never changed his character ever. Marty Jannetty. Well, but you would assume that he would be given that gimmick. He doesn't have the charisma of Shawn. That's Michaels. where it is. He doesn't have the drive. He doesn't have the psychology ability of Shawn Michaels. Right. He doesn't have the ring prowess of Shawn Michaels. Nope. Not well. He could put together a great okay. match. Shawn Michaels is the greatest professional wrestler of all time. Easily. So no, he would not have been iconic. Would he have been iconic? Maybe. And maybe not. Iconic. Would he have been a star? A, that's what I'm saying. Iconic is so loosely defined because I don't get what iconic means. Is Coco, be, Coco beware iconic in pro wrestling? I view iconic as if you would tell... The tale of you know what I mean like right you know what I mean it, would would he have a fucking DVD made of him in his in his oh, future? okay that's a, that's a good you definition. Know what I mean would he be a Hall of Famer right well Coco Beware is a Hall of Famer well yeah but um, but I mean like a headlining is, Hall do you like of Famer. I always How shit about on him one? headliner Hall of Famer okay that would be an icon right yeah not yeah? him headliner mm. yeah so no. your your Ultimate Warriors no, your Hulk Hogan's yeah. your Steve Austin's no. your Shawn Michaels no. and I think not at all no, no he he would be the level of a Carlos Colon yeah. There you go. All right, number five. Which Money in the Bank briefcase holder should have waited till WrestleMania to cash in? Sandow comes to mind. At WrestleMania? No yeah. way. Yeah. No. Yes. Before God. they gave him the stupid shit. Yeah, no. Stop. Sandow, because it would have been like the smart guy thing to do. No, Ziggler. Ziggler. Well, he did it the night after WrestleMania. Right, but I think he should have done it at WrestleMania. Yeah. All right. Thanks once again for all this podcast goodness. I, or I P.S. God damn it. I was still, no, that doesn't count because I'm still trying to answer the last question. Uh, or <laughs> RVD. Uh, yeah, okay. P.S. I would have sent a dollar, but remember those 949 other dollars my landlord wanted. You want me to go? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Ultimate One is awesome. He is. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You tricked me, you cocksucker. I know you guys are getting tired of the excuses, but I have your WWEshop.com referral link saved in my bookmarks. Now, that is awesome. I'm happy about that. Unless you P.P.P.S. God, my... I'm just fucking with you, T-Mac. I wanted to be the first to do that. Well, you're not tonight. tonight. (laughs) God damn it. You know. Yeah, I know. This is the only thing I look forward to in the week, and I'm just getting (laughs) fucked with on my favorite segment. You know, guys are just all. I love the Funfragen, though. And there's not much more we can say because we answer each one legitimately. So, or uh, as they go along. So, you ready for heavy set? No, I was going to answer the uh, bookmark question or the bookmark comment. It's great oh. that you have a bookmark, but if you don't fucking use <laughs> yeah. it, who the fuck cares? Use it. Yeah, use yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of things bookmarked. I got dictionaries bookmarked on my thing, too. It doesn't mean I fucking use those. So use the damn thing. All right, but thank thanks. you for the thought. Thanks, MJR. All right. Heavy Set says, what's going on? It's Heavy Set, and I'm back again with another email. T-Mac, this one is for you. Yep. <laughs> At the time I'm writing this, I obviously have no idea how T-Mac feels about Cena winning, but... Oh, uh, you better know. <laughs> I'm going to guess that he may have went on a rant about it earlier in the show. <laughs> I've seen what I am guessing to be a similar reaction from the IWC, so here's my take on all of it. 
positive and patience. Take notes, T-Mac. Trying. If you wanted Bray, Cesaro, and or Reigns to win, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. They aren't ready yet. That is full of shit. Look at some of the... No, I agree with him. I don't. Oh, absolutely, Cesaro cannot go. With Paul Heyman? With Paul Heyman. And that's what he has! Well. Well, now it's well. Bullshit. Reigns is not ready. Okay. Bray Wyatt's too soon. Not Cesaro! Uh, No. No. Yes. No. Heyman's the talking piece Cesaro puts on five-star matches. Bread and butter. There you go. Yeah, he needs a little more cooking time. Nope. Look at some of the real legends of WWE. A vast majority of them took a longer time to become champion. That length of time is all relative to that era, too. Brock got a real fast push, but it was believable for him to be pushed like that. Same with Angle. Those three are all bound to be champions in the future, but their time is not now. Step back and look at the bigger picture, too. Wyatt debuted last year, so count him out. He's got plenty of time to be pushed to the belts. I agree. This is just the beginning with him. Hmm? Be patient. Yes. Cesaro and Reigns are both close to that next level, but they are both being built to other feuds. Reigns Triple H has been rumored for months, and we all believe that Cesaro Lesnar is on the horizon. They don't need to be a champion just yet with those feuds coming up. Be patient. And let's not forget about Daniel Bryan. If WWE wants to continue to push him for a championship that he never lost on his return, he needs momentum. Crowning one of those three as champion would have completely ruined that. Stay positive. Disagree. Now on to the winner, Cena. Can I hold on? Can I answer yes. that part? Okay. Okay. Now my only my where I'm putting all of my chips behind is Cesaro. Okay. Right. All right. So the Daniel Bryan point is so valid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Daniel Bryan's going to use that at every turn. Yeah. You know. Right. Hey, never lost. Let's be honest. Cesaro's not great at cutting promos. Yeah. And no one else really is either. Cena's right. Cena's just going to go. Yes, yeah, I'm going to yeah, use your true. line. Right. right. So who do you need to combat? Such a great argument. Paul fucking Heyman. Yeah, true. So that's what I'm just saying. Okay. That makes 100% sense. All right. So tell me why Cena. Now on to the winner of Cena. Yeah, it yeah. makes perfect sense to crown him as champion. Yeah, so more fucking Hold towels. On. WWE just lost a bunch of money, mm-hmm. and Cal. their face champion just got knocked out on injury. Mm-hmm. That is why you turn to Mr. Dependable. Plus, SummerSlam has become a big event in the last decade that is up there just behind Mania, so you need a quality star-studded main event. If Lesnar is a lock and Cena was the most logical choice to face him. Nope. People often bitch and complain about Cena not putting guys over, but that's not the case. Oh, yeah, no. You have to be over enough for Cena to help you. Cena has made Punk, Brian, and Edge all into main event stars. Look how long it took those guys to get to that point. It wasn't overnight, and it wasn't just Cena alone. Edge had the money in the bank, Daniel Bryan had the yes movement before it was named that, and Punk had the pipe bomb promo with perfect timing with his contract and money in the bank pay-per-view. Cena can make you into a main eventer, but you need to do some real work to get to that level first. Is it the same shit with Cena? Not exactly. Cena winning is no longer about him winning. It's about who he will lose it to. After WrestleMania 29, people were pissed that Cena won, but not me. I went on to the Impact Players podcast and said that if he drops that belt to someone who deserves it, like Daniel Bryan, it would be all worth it. And it was. Cena didn't do much in the match, but it really wasn't about him. Cena was the wild card to the authority's plan. It was to make sure Orton won with Reigns being the target by authority. They had their hands full with Reigns while Cena took advantage of it, and that was the point. To sum it all up, it's a very good thing that Cena is champion again, and WWE is pushing younger, newer talent. You are just going to have to wait before they have the payoffs. Stay positive and patient. Never give up! Heavy set. Heavy set. P.S. God damn it. Be happy that Cena won because Devil Vamp at DSJMPCom made a bet with me about this match. I picked Cena winning, he picked the belt splitting, and I won. Good thing he went to WWE shop via SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. I'm excited about that. Me too. <laughs> you can go ahead. No, I can't. No, you you're can grinny. <laughs> you're fucking grinny. But I'm just laughing about the whole entire thing. God what do you want me to say? Because <laughs> if I start, I'm going to get... PPS! Fucking Jesus. Ah! <laughs> I hate this! Hey, T-Mac, that's how you stay positive and patient. Never give up! You know what? PPPS! Fucking... Oh, you asshole. I think I created a monster by pointing out how T-Mac keeps talking. <laughs> I really hate PPPS! <laughs> no, that doesn't count. No, fuck that. I sent a dollar. Last week. Okay, well, that does count. P P P P. No. P.S. No. Two weeks ago, T Mac really sounded like Cena with Never Give Up and Never Get Married. Yeah, marriage is. P P P P. P P P S. No. Woo! Just, I'm, I'm talking now. Okay, that yeah, one's no. actually done. Now. God. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't even know what the fuck he said now because all I got is P.S. is all fucking in my head. Um, so the fact that uh, let they me had take a it bet. back. Yeah, let me take it back. Hold on. Let okay. me go to the tenth P.S. All right. Was, well, the last one was woo. Right. Woo. Good. Then the two weeks ago, T Mac really sounded like Cena with never give up and never get married. Uh, you shouldn't give up, and marriage is fucking stupid. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I sent a dollar last week, which we got. Thank you, dude. That's Thank amazing. You. Appreciate it. Go ahead. I think I created a monster by pointing out how T Mac keeps talking. I fucking hate that. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. T Mac, that's how you stay positive and patient. Never ah, give up. Very, very. I agree with it, this whole email, by the way. I don't. Uh, hey, me and Heavy Set have a long history of of uh, not agreeing with each other. Right, but I agree with everything. I will say this: it's very, very well worded, yes. and I understand it. Yes, I understand it. Yeah, don't agree with it. Okay, and then be happy that Cena won because Devil Vamp made a bet with him, and then yeah. him winning uh, made him he, go through us. Yeah, he had to he had to buy him something. And he went through a WWE shop. Thank a you. Table I now I definitely appreciate that. Now let me go back. To, yes, no, no. <laughs> to the John Cena stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. Fuck, I can't even remember. Read me again some some of the stuff. Uh, fuck. Just that it's not their time yet, and it's about Cena oh, winning so that who's he going to job it to? Uh, Cena not jobbing. I, I think that's completely stupid. I mean, I think, to me, his whole career is defined by jobbing. Oh, yeah, he's Who, put over more talent than anybody RVD on RVD at yeah. the ECW uh-huh, pay-per-view. Yep. Edge uh-huh. both Daniel times. Bryan, Daniel Bryan. CM Punk. Ziggler. Ziggler. In the uh, yeah. ladder match. Yeah, he puts over. That's oh, what he, he does. he puts over a He's lot. He's the most putting over motherfucker on Rock the Rock the, the first time. He puts over more people than anybody on the roster. Yeah. At all. Oh, yeah. amazing. You can say Ziggler puts people over, but he doesn't. He just jobs to them. Uh-huh. But it putting over great. on the largest stage, John Cena. Yeah, agree. 100%. Yes. Never had a, a fucking disagreement on that at all. Yes. But he shouldn't be champ right now. Yes. Yes. I, I uh cuz what you're uh, going to do cuz he alluded to, well, Cesaro has a feud with Brock. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you make it about a title? Cuz I think here's the thing, the title is a good tool to use when you can't come up with a decent storyline. With the Paul Heyman angle between those two, that's all the storyline you need. You don't need the title in that mix. But then it kind of feels like the CM Punk storyline. Yeah. But I mean, anything with Paul Heyman and somebody else is going to feel like that. I just feel like, that match is going to be the match of the night. So, one, make it your main event. And two, mm-hmm. make it interesting as the main attraction. Right. It is Cesaro, who looks like a fucking Superman, and Brock Lesnar, who looks like a fucking beast. And they're going to wrestle, and that's a legitimate... Like, if you put Cesaro in a real fight, I think he could beat up 95% mm-hmm. of the locker room. Brock Lesnar, I think he beat up all of the locker room. Yeah. So, I want to see those two guys I, um, in a fight. And then you got Heyman, who you know is going to cut great promos. So why don't you have that in the show to where everyone's happy? I don't think Cesaro's ready for the title, even with Heyman. I do. That's that's the that's an ace in the hole with uh, Heyman. 
Yep. But what happens, I mean, there's constant falling outs between Heyman and the McMahons. He could be gone tomorrow. And then you have Cesaro as your I, champ with no fucking... So I listened to the interview with he, that he did with Jericho. Yeah. And he said, now who knows if this is true because it's Heyman. He says, the only thing I worry about now is my character. I, yeah. You know, everyone else, if you want your opinion, I'll give it. But I'm not in, interested in any of that. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's with this. So you just, you know, there's no one that cuts a better promo than Heyman. No one. Right? Right. So you can make Cena a great mid-card guy. And then you every, just keep saying that's never. Gonna, they're not making Cena well, make what I'm guy saying, ever. What I'm saying by mid card guy is that WrestleMania he took on Bray Wyatt. Yeah, was that the main event? No, but was it a featured match? Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Right. about. I'm not saying he's his first match out of the gate. But what you're saying is okay. So like Austin said, and this is uh, let's say this is a, a a minimum time. Cena's got five more years. You think they're literally never going to give Cena another world title in five more years? You're insane to feel that. Like, it's just not going to happen. I think he's bigger than the title. Well, But they're going to give him the title. That's just how it works. That's just how it works. It's going to happen. And I like where you're saying so I just give up. 26 times? I, maybe. That's stupid. I mean, hey, five more years. If he's getting an average of one a year. 72-time champion, John Cena. <laughs> hey, look, so he's got 15. I, I wouldn't. I, I would not shock me to see him over 20 or, or at 20. Where's Orton then on that? Mm, yeah, I don't know. 17? Maybe. That's what they're going to do. Unfortunately, that's what they're going to do. It's going to be interesting because where you could almost draw comparisons is when Hogan, you know, yep. and then he started falling to the tag team division, uh, but then he left. Yeah. Cena's not going to leave. No. So what do you do? I don't know. I just think right now it would have been a great shot in the arm for the network and for the product to have no. Cesaro. What did you tell me about Google? What was a, what was one of the <laughs> like, top yeah, things? Was, uh, uh, network cancellations, like how to cancel a WWE network. Uh-huh. Remember, the thing, um, I get what you're saying. It would have been. It absolutely would have been. But it didn't happen, and that's disappointing. But to like get so upset where you're like, they're fucking stupid. This is done. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. It to me is just like, why spend your time being that angry and just say, I've seen as a champ. Because right. I do a podcast. It's only, it's only, it's only part time. It'll be somebody after that. Or will it? <laughs> it will be. Let's move on. Heavy set is awesome in many ways. And uh, we'll move on to our final emailer of the show. Who is it? It's GBL. Oh, God. Greetings, Cappy and T-Mackey. Uh, fun fact, I have to take my uh, headphones off when he's un GBL because it hurts my ears. Well, greetings, Cappy and T-Mackey. Okay. un GBL here with another email of cunt punnage and all-around good fucking shit for your podcast. Fucking hells yeah, boy! My GBFU for this week. GBFU. <laughs> good. Seth Rollins. He may look like a fucking fag fucking X-Man, but he deserved that briefcase, and I hope they strap that bitch. Hell yeah. I don't know if they'll strap Seth Rollins. Oh, well, I mean, I could see it, but what the fuck do I know? They'll probably put it back on Cena. <laughs> the other good. AJ Lee is back on Raw and doesn't look like she had CM Punk jizz up her cut pipes. Best fucking news ever. Is there a PS? <laughs> well, <laughs> we're not done with the email. Okay, well, I'm just scared to talk. <laughs> the other other good. Y2J is back fucking fan-damn-tastic. Meh. Meh. The bad. Miz is back, and his stupid shitting and grin has been replaced by a poo-pushing scowl. Fuck Miz, that stupid-ass Jericho wannabe Muppet-faced cocksucker. Yikes. Yikes. The other bad. Miz gets to bang Maurice whenever he wants, that fucking asshole. She's still hot. <laughs> She's amazing. God, she is. The ugly. Layla versus Summer Rae. I have no interest until they compete in a dildo-on-a-pole lesbian-pudding fuck match. Wow. 
I have a lot of interest in this. I would also have interest if they competed in a dildo on a pole lesbian putting fuck match. But that, uh, we're, uh, we're in PG. Uh, uh, D-O-A-P-L-P-F match. <laughs> Great effort there. Dope The other ugly, Michael Cole said, and I quote, Kali has to be a favorite to win the IC Battle Royal. If that happens, I will fly to whatever shithole city Michael Cole is in and give him a 10-punch salute right in the dick. God damn, Cole, if you stay... St- <laughs> If you say stupid shit enough, then stupid shit happens, you cocksmoker. <laughs> cocksmoker. <laughs> Keep up the fucking goddamn fucktastic podcaster, you guys. Fucking rule, goddamn. Or fucking goddamn right you do. Later, fuckers. Jeeves. And he really gets, like, flustered. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. So... Not following it for again. P.S. <laughs> you dickheads. Can't wait till episode 50. Unpgbl sends in his email in audio fucking format. Oh, hell yeah. We need to talk about that. <laughs> you got really serious Because it's there. not um, happening on episode 50. Nope. Yeah. So when did we decide that it's going to? You know. P.P.S. God damn it. You can't ask me a question <laughs> and then P.S. me, you dick. Nah, there is no fucking PPS. I just want to Cappy to catch T Mac out again. <laughs> rage, son! Fucking rage! All right, now I'll turn it off and put it away. I don't know what we decided because when we got here, it was. I tell you what we decided. Noon, and now it's one in the morning. It is going to be, and forgive me, I know we had been saying episode 51, but we miscalculated, and it's going to be episode 52. Now, I know what we had said before that, because we had skipped a week, that it would be 51. Normally, I thought it should be 53 anyway. I don't know. How, I don't Here's remember us saying fifty-one. The one year should be fifty-three because if you if off. you did ever, well, not even no, not just that. Fifty-two is one full week or one full year. Mm-hmm. Then the fifty-third would be the first again of the of the year. You follow me? Okay. So fifty-three. Mm. So we skipped a week. So it's actually episode fifty-two. Mm. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Now that is going to coincide greatly because after episode fifty-two, the next maybe two episodes might have to be pre-recorded somehow because I'm going to be on vacation. I know this asshole doesn't even like you. He's leaving you. <laughs> I yeah. Like them all, and I we could do it uh, via the Skype and and record something, but we wouldn't have all the bells and whistles that we've grown very accustomed to, and we like our um, we like our hello and our get my bridge, get my bridge, and our the only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance is that you can run lickety split because you can't run because you got the fat asses. And our, and our, hey, yo. So we like all that shit, right? Yeah. I and do. it's not going to be the same if we don't do it. So we're not going to insult you with that, but we're going to try to maybe work on a best of show. Of course. And uh, maybe we'll throw in our drunk thing again just for laughs on at the end of that best show. All right. Just be drunk and record it. Right. Fuck it. Why not? And then I'm working on something else for the second week, what we could do. Maybe try to book an interview. Um, you know what I thought what we really need to do mm. is get a bunch of our uh, wrestling buddies that we've met around here mm. and do an entire show on road stories. I was totally going to say that. Yes. Maybe we ought to work that out. This is off-air talk on air. Yeah, maybe like we ought to work that out. We'll talk off-air off that. But So it's going to be, everybody mark your calendars now, it'll be episode 52. 52. And I'm very sorry that uh, you know we didn't uh, expressly say that earlier. So 50 will be on the July 8th, 51 will be on the 15th, and then 52 will be on the July 22nd episode 52 so you got a couple weeks left 52 so i'm sorry if you've already recorded your things or already written it i'm very sorry 52 52 will be when we want your audio clips 52 52 if you've already done them and you and you don't want to use anything different and that's when you want to use save it or send it now and just say that but 52 is when we're going to do it 52 52 
52. 52. 52. <laughs> All right, okay. But don't get discouraged. Never give up. 52. 52. So, goddamn, what a week. 52. Whew. What an episode. We had Jason Rivera on. And next week, we got the man, the myth, the legend. I'm on every week. Dan the Cannon. <laughs> Do you like that shit? I like that, yeah. Dan the Cannon, leader of the T.I. Peeps, host of the AllWrestling.com oh, Week in Review podcast. This is the interview I'm the most excited for. Yes. Because I don't know this guy. Yes. And you guys love this man. This guy is a great wrestling I know. You guys, ooh, you guys get a hard on for this cocksucker. This will, be, <laughs> this will be a really interview. This will be this a guy. great interview, as this one was, too. This was a great one. Jason Rivera. It was fun. And we had the Iceman before that. I'm working on some other interviews with a, a new local promoter here in the Kansas City wrestling area. We're trying to get some more things in an interview out of that motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. So we got some plans in the future. We'll work oh, on Oh, we what, got some goddamn good shit. We got some so we'll work on what we're gonna do for those two weeks when I will be gone so as to not insult you with uh less than quality attempt at a show over the over the uh Skype or anything like right, that. Right, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. T Mac could get a coast, but um Fuck that. It wouldn't be right. They'd be all weirded out by my negativity and fucking uh, just spewing bullshit right they're like i can't stand this well like, yeah, yeah you're fucking weak yeah. <laughs> man up yeah plus it's never just, give it's, up never give up it's come down to basic things like like uh and you could figure it out i can but i compile the tweet tables and i I'm get the emails smart. and like i mean you could figure that out but it'd be different and it was just right. it's, it's off the whole i am gonna help you with the tweet tables though oh really hmm? oh Send you my favorites. Oh, okay. Because now I'm viewing them every day. Mm. Started that this nice. week. Yeah. So now I'm just going to be like, because yeah. you missed some this week. Oh, yeah. That were my favorite. Oh, okay. So I'm going to throw you them your way. All right, gotcha. Whop. Nice. Whop. Nice. Whop. Whop. All right. 52. 52. Episode 52. Send those in. But in the meantime, check out SpanishAnnounceTable.net. If you're going to go to www.shop.com, use the link on there that we have on SpanishAnnounceTable.net, our Please. affiliate link, and that will get us a 6% kickback and of everything you buy. And bookmark it, but use it. Yes. The 6% kickback goes to us, and it's not costing you 6% extra. So buy they're $600. Just, they're taking 6% of their money and sending it to us. Spend $600 and we get 6%. What they're probably doing is actually sending 25% to the CJ.com, the affiliate group, the middleman, and we're only getting 6 but whatever. You know, that's business. That's how it works. It is business. <laughs> so do that. Read the blog. Go on SpanishNowsTable.net. On the left-hand side, there's many options. Riff. This one says Wrestling Blog, and you will see j- featured columnist JasonRivera.com. And if you're interested in writing, hit me up, and we'll uh, we'll see if, if we can If you're work interested in any way of being a part of this than more than what you are, yeah. let us know. If you, you want to have a column on SpanishNowsTable.net, hit me up. Let me know. Tableshow at gmail.com. Tableshow at gmail.com is also where you can send your emails to be read, and you can PS the shit out of T-Mac. God, you guys are assholes. And you can <laughs> go to at Tableshow on Twitter, which is where you can also hashtag tweet the table to be in that segment. I'm going to figure some way out to ruin that segment for you. You can follow me on at The Awesome Voice, and he is at Titan T-Mac. Facebook.com slash Podcast. And stop it with the never give ups. Never give ups. Fuckers. And uh, we'll be back next week with episode 50 with Dan the Cannon on the Spanish Announce Table. Oh, I'm excited about Which that. is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And eating tomatoes can help prevent you from getting sunburned. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com.